Hey, hey, welcome back to Fire at Will with Aaron and Rye. Hi, guys. Um, thank you so much for hanging in there while we took a much-needed hiatus, and we are coming back with lots and lots of content. I want to remind you to please follow us on IG, F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L. We also would love for you to um, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform, and make sure you leave... Um, ratings and reviews because we appreciate don't leave no stupid ass rating though (laughs) don't piss me off because i will come for you just don't say if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all so nothing's changed (laughs) (laughs) we have come back as ourselves just a few pounds lighter but you know still the the uh, perspective and banter is the same so mm. and that's why y'all love us yes it is we appreciate you so much all right, um, let's talk to, about our... Well, hold on. We've oh, got guests. That's what I was going to say. Let's okay. Talk about our guests. We've got guests in the vehicle, in the office. Our resident guest is in the building, too. Yes. Right. So, our <laughs> resident um, floating co-host is Amber Cabral. You all loved her episodes so much, and so we're super excited that she's able to join us again. What up, though? And then I'm going to ask Amber to introduce the guest that she has provided for us today. When the guest is bringing guests. Yes. (laughs) So we have Allison Renee. Um, You should give them your IG handle. Hey, hey, it's Allison Renee. That's the IG handle. I-T-S-A-L-L-Y-S-O-N-R-E-N-E-E. Hey, everybody. Hi. So I want to just say that... um, I just met Allison for the first time yesterday, and I find her perspective extremely insightful and refreshing. Um, she asked when I when we when I initially met her, she was like, "Well, how old do you think I am?" And she looks very young. She's a beautiful woman. She looks very young. I said twenty eight, but she's like personality wise. I said 35, but I really wanted to say older than that because she's super mature (laughs) and she's very insightful, um, wise beyond her years. So I think that she's going to have a lot to contribute to this conversation. I can't wait to have it because my goodness, that was just (laughs) too much. So let's just give you a little background to set this up. What uh, the four of us were just able to view an interesting and triggering story on Instagram <laughs> about the number of black women who have not, not not just all black women, the number of educated, employed, successful. successful black women who have yet to make it down the aisle. Also, the likelihood that they won't. Mm-hmm. So one of the startling um, um, statistics. statistics was that 42% of black women are not married and only half that number um, applies to white women. So just only 21% of white women are unmarried, whereas 42% of black women are unmarried. So we have a lot to, um, we had a lot of opinions, but when I say triggering, um, I was triggered for a lot of reasons and it's not because I'm not married. So um, I am married and I was triggered from jump yes. because I, I found it extremely offensive that black women were put as a case study mm-hmm. um, and put on, you know, display for this particular reason. It wasn't, oh, how many black women are extremely accomplished and mm-hmm. have graduate degrees and are successful or entrepreneurs. It wasn't that. It was, oh, yeah, y'all are accomplished, but y'all don't got a man. Right. Mm-hmm. That it's, And it was positioned that way because they also made a point to say these women are accomplished. 
look at how wonderful they are. But mm-hmm. dang, they still ain't got a man. So the, and then they said <laughs> they have their BAs, their JDs, and their MDs. But they don't, but they don't have that MRS. I said, what? Kept Let me tell y'all. Mm-hmm. Not only that, the young lady that they chose to There was a few to, young ladies, but oh, I, I, the 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 center person or the, you know, whatever. She was... Um, a judge? What was she? She's yeah. running for judge. Running so she's for an judge. attorney. She's a prosecuting attorney. Okay, prosecuting attorney, running for judge, and she also had time to be a cheerleader on the side. Y'all, I don't know how she does it, but kudos to her. The NFL cheerleader. Baby. But, and there's and and obviously this is a woman that's extremely ambitious and has a lot going for herself, but still they made her feel to me like something was wrong with her because despite all of her accolades, mm-hmm. she still wasn't good enough to secure a piece of dick. Mm. And that pissed me off. And then some of the other women, they made sure to highlight that they had not been in um, exclusive relationships mm. yeah. for a number of years. Since college, since this, since that. A whole which, decade one has uh, been exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. So I think that that, I mean, to me, that sends a very clear message to the listeners that these women are slides or jump-offs or they're mm. sharing men. And that it's okay. And that they're perfectly fine with it because they'd rather do that than not have anybody. No, that even even despite a black woman's accomplishments, you're still not good enough to you're still not good enough to secure a man. That was the message that I got. And when they did the comparison, where they're like, forty eight percent of black women don't are not married, own, and half of that um, applies to white women. So forty eight percent, and then twenty four percent of white women are single. I'm like, what? Why are we even doing this comparison? Why mm-hmm. Why is this even a topic of conversation? People are single for a, a various reasons. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with somebody. And I hate the narrative that society tries to uh, create, making women feel like there's something wrong with you if you don't have a man. Right. That really, it's, it's upsetting because it, it's wrong. And it makes them feel like the goal is to be chosen. Mm, At the right. end of the day, the goal is to be chosen, and one out of twelve of them will never be chosen, right. which was the real issue. Yeah, and it was and like, are you? That. Will you be one of the twelve? <laughs> right. Will you be one? <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> it felt very much like an attack on the black family to me. Like mm. they made a point to say, black men. If every single black man marries a black woman, oh yeah, that's there is still going to be some, left, some over. left over. And I just, I feel like, generally speaking. The American media makes a point to de- destroy the black family in a lot of different ways. And For this sure. felt like that to me. Yeah. And they also demonized black men in this thing. They did. Talking about, oh, take, um, not including the men that are in jail, that on, don't even have their GED. That are that, uneducated. I'm just like, why are y'all... The, the no whole, jobs. The mm-hmm. whole narrative was very negative. Mm-hmm. The whole light... The, but that's just, that's just American society, period. That's how they try to... Um, to I'm sorry, I got an email from work, and then I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) that's how they try to reprogram us. Yes, they try to paint a picture. They create that narrative. The black family cannot exist. We don't have what it takes. We don't have what the white people have. Therefore, you don't have enough black men for the black women. Although we're educated, Mm -hmm. you still will never ever get you a black man because if he don't got a job and he's incarcerated, then he can't match your level. Therefore, you're stuck. And then you got the clown of comedy up there telling everybody how they need to. Oh, I can't stand him. (laughs) They need to. They need to settle because he is a a comedian turned relationship expert. Right. Um, I'm gonna let y'all assume who I'm talking about. I don't think I need to say his name. But meanwhile, his (laughs) wife married him for that paycheck or whatever. Okay. So, um, 
But I do think that um, the thing about it that I walked away from. So this morning I shared the, the video with the ladies because I felt like for me, even though there were points, like for the most part, the general perspective I've heard before, right? There's not enough black men, you know, there, you, you have to learn to lower your standards. It's, I mean, it's a narrative that I think has been communicated. Or you're too strong. Or you're too strong. And or, you know, you're, you're, you know um, you're so accomplished and black men can't handle that. You know, just that mm-hmm. whole mindset is very disruptive. But the thing that this particular video shifted for me today is that it made me see how people are looking at me. And I could not appreciate that. Yeah. I was, I have, I'm aware of the idea that, you know, okay, you're strong and you're accomplished and you're a lot and you're, you know, whatever. But I think seeing it from the perspective of I am essentially the subject of a report. Yes. Because a I was study. Right. A fucking study. Like you're exactly. a rat or a mouse right. or exactly. a fucking dog. Mm-hmm. I'm not a breed of anything. Right. I'm an individual. And how fucking dare you? Right. It was almost like an attack. It was. It felt very much like what. So 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 it it shifted my perspective in terms of how I will probably choose to engage as it relates to the men folk going forward. <laughs> um, but I, it, and not so much like I said because of the data points because I do think that the data is data that we've heard before. It was more so just being positioned that way. It, I mean, it was it was a turnoff. It was it was a turnoff. It was like a Dateline edition. Mainstream yes. America. <laughs> right. Check this out. Right. Black women will never find a man. Right. It was like, what? Right. Right. <laughs> so, and, so, and I'm older than all of the women that were in the study by a few years. So I was like, oh, okay, so what you're trying to tell me is I'm over. I'm older than the oldest woman. You stand no chance. About. Right. You out of you out of luck. Mm. You gotta look, girl. And I'm older than you, so right. I'm just you might go. I'm just a whole spoon. Okay, turn in. <laughs> but but the real issue, the real issue that I had with this this whatever they call it, the, this broadcast that they created, was that the narrative was that your value mm-hmm. is in a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the issue that I have. Yep. And that's an issue that I struggle with on a daily basis because we talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of people, identi- my identity resides with a lot of people through Chris. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. I hate mm-hmm. it. And that's why sometimes I don't post, I don't do because I hate the fact that everything I do is just like, oh, you and Chris. No, I am Ryan. Right. Mm-hmm. Without Chris, with Chris, don't matter. I am my... Let me be an individual. A woman is not defined by her relationship with a man. Right. And I think that that's unfair to put people in that kind of category. So it's like, it diminishes you. Yeah. That's yeah. not fair. So I underscore that. I had a girlfriend, another friend that I sent, I sent this report to, and her exact reaction was, I can remember my father not talking to me about what I was going to do when I got out of college, but reminding me that I had to find a husband. So this narrative is being perpetuated also by parents and right. family yeah. members because it's programmed. It's in the water. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that, that, that's just a, that's a that's just part of that's a culture thing. Mm-hmm. That's a culture thing. And I really do believe in the institution of, of marriage if it's yeah. good for you. Yeah. If you find somebody that adds value to you, whether it be a man or woman, doesn't matter. I feel like the institution of marriage is some, something that everybody should want to attain, but not at the sacrifice of their own identity, right, right. okay, and not to be defined by it. Yeah. It's something that adds value to you. It complements you. It allows you to have a partner to do things with, but you shouldn't be sacrificing who you are just to have that right no if it comes it comes great it's adding to me but if it doesn't come i'm still the bomb and exactly. so so to the that point, it though. definitely did do that it definitely positioned it as 
oh, you thought because you were so successful that you had a better chance of getting a man. But by the way, you have, to your point, MD, MS, right. B, whatever. Well, they made it seem like but you if got you MRS. are successful, you have an even, even lesser, lesser chance. Okay, so, so because let's think talk about, about that. the people, think about the professions that they highlighted. Mm-hmm. So this one is pursuing her doctorate mm-hmm. in counseling. This one is an attorney. Mm-hmm. This one, they said a payroll specialist, yep, and yep. then there was somebody else. But nobody was working in a call center. Nope. Nobody was a store manager. Yep. Nobody was a waitress. Nobody at, was retail. Um, no, no, yeah, nobody. Right, right. So I really feel like that they were emphasizing that the more successful you are, black woman. Again, let me the, destroy the black family. Right. The, le- the least likely you are to have a man. So the message is mm-hmm. dumb yourself down yeah, in man. order to maintain consistent penis. And, and I'll be honest, that's I've, done I've done it. I've done it. I have done. Yeah. Okay. So I think now, all women have done it. And and it's not just about that. It's also catering to a man's ego. That's but it was that easy. Okay, so I'll say this. When I was a teacher, mm-hmm. and teaching is a noble profession. Mm-hmm. Yes. When I was a teacher, <laughs> I could say, oh, I'm a teacher. And men will be like, oh, my gosh, that means you're smart. And I'm like, no, doofus. That means I teach. Like, right. you know, me, you know, right. you know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, or maybe it means that I got a degree in something that I couldn't apply in the uh, world. Yeah, so I decided to default to right. be a teacher because that happens to a lot of people. But then when I um, moved into another space where I was making much more money and I was in a field where um, I saw an article that said that most of the um, – the wealthiest black people or the wealthiest people period outside of sports are in sales. Okay. So um, I'm in this profession now and then moving on to a technology space. So now when someone asks me what I do, I find it very hard to dumb it down. I'll say, oh, I'm a consultant for Mm -hmm. um, schools and districts. Mm -hmm. Oh, what do you consult on? Um, I'm in the ed tech space. Then it's like, so then it makes it sound like I'm creating, like I'm in in my room with a um, computer creating all these programs. It is not that. I talk all day for a living is what I do. And then I put a price tag on it. And then they send me a check. Like that's, but. I also realized that when I position it that way, I am kind of dumbing it down, trying to make it seem less intimidating. Mm-hmm. So and that's I, not fair to me. I don't know if I'm dumbing it down for the dick or I'm just really <laughs> accepting less than what I want. Both. Because mm. I, I will tell you what I do and, and I will tell you whatever. And I'll explain some shit to you because right. I feel like knowledge is key. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm need some knowledge. Right. Right. Put them on game, baby. <laughs> right. 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 So, um, I will do that. But then, you know, at the end of the day, I know you're not going to be my husband. Right. You know, so I'm just mm. accepting right. right now. You mm. know, those nights sometimes we're hanging out or going out or just somebody to lay with because I'm lonely. Right. right. That's that's really what we ha- we end up having to do. But the fact of the matter is that study pointed out things in a horrible perspective yeah. and then you used women who it was like like the girl that talked about the black girl curse yeah right like, it was like i've I never heard never, this and i never, never would have spoken that this. way yeah you're calling was, this a black girl curse meant. that we're not married at 30 exactly. because most white women are married by 27 right. what right married was, by 25 kids by, by 27, 27. Right. What they're, i think that's ridiculous and i also think that i feel like here's the slant too i think that part of the reason that this study is even a study or a uh, or even news news is that um you know the what do they call it the the rates the birth rates are down oh yeah a lot of people are people are are not having children not to have children right um 
or they're having them much later, later in life. For and sure. I think also because a lot of women were in the 70s and 80s were having children outside of marriage. Nowadays, women are like, nah, I'm putting my career on the forefront and I really don't want to have children unless I'm married. Mm-hmm. So they have a value and they have a standard now that they want to keep for themselves, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. You, if you do not want to have children outside of marriage, I don't see anything wrong with it. My son was born out of wedlock, so I don't see anything wrong with it. So it was mine. Uh, but and if you choose to say, hey, I don't want to have a child with um, anybody but my husband, you are entitled to that. Mm-hmm. I think that when the, it's just the dialogue and the narrative, I think that's created in America. And especially. Here's, a, here's the other thing about this. There are going to be this, although I feel like this uh, article or news report, whatever it was, was positioned to appeal to women mm-hmm. and to capture their attention. There are going to be men who are going to watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are going to be men who are going to essentially be like, oh, I might be punching down too low. I could probably go get me a couple lawyers now because, you know, they press. <laughs> mind, you, he, mind you, he ain't doing shit with himself, he, right? Right. He, he uh, over here washing windows at the gas station. <laughs> right. And he like, oh, I've been now, oh, you know, shoot, I've been, I've been with the call right. some shit. <laughs> and, and little did I know, the lawyers and, and the, the judge, and the prosecutor, they checking for me. They, they, they checking for me. They looking Cause for Because especially, let me tell you, especially if they come with good meat. Look, if you carry some good meat, <laughs> right? We might, they might check that's, for them. That's what I'm saying. And, right. and I just, I cannot appreciate. Right. <laughs> I, I do not like the idea of arming men with the idea that they get to make the final choice mm. that my purpose that in we, life we, we is are, to be picked. they choose and we are the chosen and we are ones. the chosen ones. that's bullshit I, don't like that. I chose right you right. hear that right. i chose and i don't think that a woman should ever feel like her value is in a man and that she should be waiting please choose me mm-hmm. fuck that yeah. go about your life choosing yourself and then All if the day, man comes around day. and somebody decides that you are their life partner, then great. If they don't, then they're fucking lost. You go ahead and still keep living. So this is the this is the conversation that we were also having last night. And Amber was talking about the fact that she's going to change the way that she uh, navigates through dating mm-hmm. and dealing with men. Mm-hmm. No, she woke up this morning this up this and morning. changed her mind because she saw this case study, y'all. Let's right. talk about it. Okay, I wasn't so, going to put on blast. Right. What she said last night, she was feeling a different kind of way, but then this, mm-hmm. and that, imagine how many people did that to, or is mm. doing that to. So to give some perspective, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll offer some additional perspective. I have not refined this, you know, down to tactical approach, but to just give some perspective. Last night, we were having a conversation, and I walked away from last night's conversation thinking about potentially just being very mindful of the fact that although I am single, although I would like to find a husband, I am also very valuable, probably need to prioritize my value, but still potentially position myself in some better ways, meaning I travel quite a bit. I'm not always necessarily positioning myself to be approached, right? Like I I could probably take a few cues and some additional efforts to do that and we had a little bit of you know hints around that oh amber maybe you need to smile more you know like just okay no 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 no. we we asked for a male's perspective and chris came up and said hey people men can't find y'all intimidating because y'all got y'all work less less, i said what the fuck is that about and i'm not gonna change my short hair i don't always wear my glasses but when i do i can i'm gonna wear them because i need to see right but i mean it could i mean but i'm sorry that's stupid i do think that men 
will look at me and feel like she's intimidating to a person. Whatever. But, and I do think that there are potentially some opportunities that I could have small behaviors to tweak to say, okay, potentially to create a more inviting scenario. Like we were talking about at, uh, at brunch where it was like, oh, I mean, when you make eye contact, are you smiling? Are you inviting? You know, right. Right. I feel like there's potentially some cues there. And I think that's a whole nother podcast we can get into. But I was listening to that perspective. I woke up this morning after watching this report and we're going to have to find a way to put it in the show notes or something so they can mm-hmm. see it. Right. But... <laughs> I woke up this morning after watching this news report and I was like, I'm done. I'm going to do what y'all doing. Since y'all scampering y'all around. Y'all being men. Yeah. Y'all being men. Right. And since y'all scampering around, making different decisions, dating and everything, kicking it with all this and that, mm-hmm. talking to whatever comes strutting across your path. They're living just to make themselves I'm, happy. Yeah, they're living They're not to make living with happy. any kind of, oh, I got to meet my wife. That's and let, not and that's let not me be thoughtful. Is. And let me right. be thoughtful about the way that I treat this woman. And right. let me be mindful of her feelings and emotions. Because I think that's what women do. They are not doing that. I have elected to no longer continue to employ such efforts. I am going to stop making a pointed effort to be sure that I am engaging um, my thoughtful energy around protecting men's egos, ideas, perspectives, all of that. Like, it's, it takes a lot. And I'm like, well, you know what? If this is how you see us, if we are looked upon as though my value only exists if a man chooses me, and then based on this report, the likelihood of that happening is somewhere around 2 to 8%, <laughs> then mm. I'm just going to go and have a good time. As that's, you should. That's, you know as you should. What would have happened if we had known that at 20, though? Baby. Okay, first <laughs> the, of all. The life, I, I promise I'd you. I'd have saved a lot of heartbreak, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. So, the, the life, if I had just known to not sit around and wait to be chosen, because I just discovered, you know, probably within the last five or six years mm-hmm. don't do that yeah. and to just live your life and enjoy yourself because there was so much value i promise you everywhere i went family members if i go to my parents church and visit their friends oh so when are you gonna get married as if it's mm-hmm. up to me by myself right mm-hmm. and so then even i was living with the pressure in my own home mm-hmm. where my child would say he was just looking at me and he'd be so dis- disgusted and disappointed he was like don't you want to get married and live happily ever after so, for, so wow. let me to underscore that. Pressure. Right? Pressure. pressure. To just go to show you how deep-seated that mindset is. My mm-hmm. last boyfriend has been a long time since my boyfriend. I've been more than three years. So my very last boyfriend, we went to a family gathering, birthday party. And literally, I met several people. I was a guest. Obviously, he just guessed. Mm-hmm. I met several people. He introduced me as his girlfriend repeatedly. When I tell you, his father got up in front of the room and said, yeah, my son is here. I'm so excited to see him. And this is his fiance. He didn't hold married me Mm-mm. because clearly I can't, I have no, I have no reason to be there. I have no value. I have no purpose in existing in this space unless I am attached to this man. Mm-hmm. That's how deep seated this is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another thing is, is that we also discussed that when we operate from a perspective of, oh, I want a husband, things don't necessarily work Mm -hmm, in your favor mm -hmm. because you are dating potentially every man hoping that that is your potential life partner instead of really dating to get to know somebody to see if they're even worth being your life partner. And before even even dating to get to know somebody, just just get on out there and have a good time. Right. Right. So that is where I'm different and have been different for a long time than most women. I, at, after I had my son, said, no, mm-mm, I don't give a fuck if I ever get married. I don't give a fuck if I ever have a boyfriend. I'm going to have fun. I am not diminishing my power, my attitude, my goals, my accomplishments, my money for no man. 
And if they can't with it, they better can't get with it. They better get lost. Cause I'm not, I'm not going to dumb myself down for them. And I think that once I took on that perspective, I promise you, I attracted a lot more men. And this is the reason I think I attracted a lot more men is because men hate rejection. Mm -hmm. And so once they saw that I was impressed, I wasn't like hitting them. I wasn't like, you know, I just felt like they were just more like, Hey, how come you don't like me? You don't want to be my girlfriend. Yeah, they're seeking like, acceptance. They're seeking acceptance. Mm -hmm. So the thing, the truth is, is that they, um, they were obviously liking me for the wrong reasons though. They were liking me because they wanted to feel accepted, not mm -hmm. because they really wanted to be my man, right. not because they found me so they appealing. You not, to they want wanted them. me to want them, which is an that's ego thing. Issue. That's right. ego. That's right. not real. Right, right, right. So I'm just saying that I think the narrative should change. That yes, everybody, it's innate for us to want to have a human connection, mm -hmm. right? It's innate sure. to want to be loved, hugged, have sex. Uh, companionship companionship mm -hmm. even to have children that's that's innate okay so i want to add that's though that you can have all of those things and not have a husband hello and i think that's yeah. the problem i think the problem is there is so much stigma attached to how women are when they don't have husbands you know what i'm saying so if you have kids and you don't have a husband people looking at you crazy right if you have sex and you don't have a husband people are like oh you know you don't want to be a whole girl right right, right. It's, it just feels nothing like, worse than an old hoe oh god you're an old hoe you know what i'm saying so it just feels like there's so many there are so, so many constant <laughs> angles and positions but that the you thing gotta is put this, yourself in if women on the whole change the like, narrative just, if we change the narrative men would have to step up this morning men would have to step up and and really meet so us what? where we're at instead of us constantly having to dumb ourselves down and feel like we're competing for their attention so what happened because in the 60s there was this very hippie free love movement right mm -hmm. this is when birth control became i think um, that was more of the white right that's what i was going to say right. but what when did so we didn't follow that apparently as black and brown people mm -hmm. we didn't follow that and then somehow it switched again where they're not on this free love movement again like the, the last time I've heard of some real free love is like maybe Samantha from Sex in the City and that was one character not some, yeah Samantha mm -hmm. yeah. so when I think about it like when when you look at Samantha <laughs> Samantha's a woman that enjoyed sex mm -hmm. and didn't she care she didn't, didn't care yeah. she, she was powerful but also it. but also the way that they depicted her mm -hmm. the way that her character was depicted was a woman that was very aggressive mm -hmm. very over the top Aloof. very i don't take no shit yeah. very attitude mm -hmm. very right why can't you be a beautiful kind accomplished Sweet, woman right. funny Sweet, and still say no i have standards i have morals and this is what i want for myself and that's okay and i'm not defined by a man why does it have to be that you have to be this overtly strong or right no that that narrative needs to change every woman is an individual stop mm -hmm. trying to loop us or group us into one fucking thing and think that all women that are strong they can't get no man because they basically almost lesbian well let me right. shut the fuck up with that shit <laughs> or that if or if you look at black women how we're depicted it's always you got an attitude gum snapping you have Please. an attitude. Attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the attitude. It's the attitude. Now, oh. wait. Let me let me bring this perspective in and play devil's advocate with us being free. Okay. Right? Because if we're free, then we're considered hoes. Okay. So, what what is the difference? If you feel like you can't be free, then you feel like, oh, my goodness, I can't have sex. I have to abstain. I have to hold myself till my husband finds me or till I get in a, a committed relationship. What, where is there a balance in between? Well, I think that sex means different things for, for different, different people. people yeah. And I think that sometimes in certain periods of your life, 
you may feel the need to abstain from sex just because just yes, like you abstain as, from red meat as women <laughs> I'm we, serious we, we there are, are times where you say I'm not going to eat pork yeah, for a while and yeah, but as women you're, you're being entered right? Yeah. right so you're sharing a piece of yourself with mm-hmm. anybody that you allow to enter mm-hmm. you however um, you can also view it from the perspective as I'm a human I enjoy pleasure Mm -hmm. and I don't need to be emotionally connected to this man in order to enjoy pleasure thank you for this pleasure now keep it fucking moving that's it there is nothing wrong with being human and liking physical interaction and I think that that narrative is fucked up too just because a woman is taking control or charge of her sexuality that does not label her a fucking hoe or promiscuous or whatever on your terms so like for me I enjoy sex. I think it's amazing. I enjoy sex the most when it's a partner that I um, I'm connected. We to. know, right. we know, we know yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. I don't have to tell you, instruct you, or hope that you do the right thing because right. we know each other. We have a language that we're speaking. Um, normally, that does come in the form of a relationship, but if it didn't, and if it was somebody that I just knew very well, and this was something regular for us that's something i would so you've never had good sex with somebody that you weren't connected to emotionally no that's not true (laughs) that's what i'm asking you no that's not true but here's the thing i've not had regular good sex with somebody okay that's 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 what i'm saying have i had a good encounter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but um have i had it has it been regular good so when you have this encounter, this one-time encounter, and it's really good physically, do you misinterpret that as an emotional connection? Nah. Are you able to say, this was just good sex? Mm-hmm. So, that goes, so I, that's the yeah. issue. And, and I'll tell you, and and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll that. tell you why I can do that. So there was this person. Because you're a grown-ass woman. But well, anyway. there was this person that um, I knew through mutual friends, and we connected. We had an awesome date. Like, it was a great night. We talking, vibing, and everything. And then great sex happened. But I didn't mistake that for, oh, he is interested but in me. But that's because you knew him. You, you know knew him. But, that's different. Well, no. Mutual meaning, I really did not. Like, I don't know how he, how he moves and all that. I don't know his thing. But... I just took it as a great experience, right? You had just that. a little, but not right. really. Like I'm I talking about, like a real a person a real that yeah, like a real like a person that you just meet, and you're just like, wow, this could be the one. Just because we had such an amazing physical connection, this person could be my life partner. And I think that that's what happens for I a lot think of women. That that ha- I think that happens for a lot of people. I think Period. men do that too. Yeah. I think that there are some men yeah, that I have good had. Good cootie bull happen. Yeah. 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 And so he even like, he's like, I could do this for the rest of my life. I think people do that but the other thing we talked about this um, a little bit last night too is I think that you have to have two separate lists you need to have a list that you and not physical because I think when you get to listen things you run into some danger but I do think it's a good idea to have an idea what you are looking for when you are looking for a husband or a wife if you are male or you a woman looking for a wife whatever when you're looking for your person that you want to be with and then you also need to have some some standard idea of what you are seeking when you are looking for someone to be intimate with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you can it's 2019. Perfect. It's 2019, about to be 2020. I know some of y'all want to pretend that virginity abounds. I know TI might have some of y'all confused, but at the end of the day, <laughs> in real real life, a lot of us is out here trying to get some cuz we know it's great. And yeah. so and cuz you need it. 
And you need you, you need physically it. need so, it. And yes. because I know what to do. You know, you didn't really know what to do when you were twenty five. But you know so listen, what to do to feel, and, and don't feel ashamed and don't feel ashamed of the fact that you need it. When you have True. physical release, mm. your energy is reset. True. I don't care what anybody says. You mm. feel better. You are able to operate from a different mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. I know that if I don't get penis on a regular basis, I'm cranky. I ain't the same. I'm rude. I'm angry. Yep. I it affects me negatively Call and so right on down don't it i'm telling you it will <laughs> like, change you know my what? life you are listen. bugging I, she needs some get right that's all yeah and it doesn't always have to be an emotional thing mm-hmm. it can just be listen i needed to release i needed but to see, reset here's the issue and here's the reason why i feel like the reports like the one we saw happen there is this idea that women do not get to have that you do not get to hold your sexuality in a position where you can both want to have it, but also want to share it with someone long term. And so you are put in a position where you have to either decide to be a hoe or you have to decide that you wait until you find your husband. That's, 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 that's fucking bullshit. This is where the balance comes in. This is where the balance comes in. When women feel or figure out that they don't need to explain shit to anybody Nobody. and that they're entitled to live their life how Correct. they want to. Correct. You're a mm-hmm. grown woman. You pay your own bills. You got a good job. You're living life on your terms. If you feel on a Tuesday that you want to have sex with Harry, then have sex with Harry. On that Thursday, if he calls you and you don't like him anymore, you don't want to have sex with him, cool. But you meet Tom and you... That's your that's your life right. to live. I feel like why are we explaining anything to anybody? Why are we feeling the need to justify anything about our behaviors to society? I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow y'all to control my narrative or tell me who I should be or what's appropriate to you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what's appropriate to you. I know what feels good to me. And at the end of the day, if I'm not hurting anybody, then what's so the problem? Here's the thing I think that that makes that difficult for most people. And it has made it difficult for me until very recently and, you know, just probably the last five years I kinda I understand this concept a lot better. A lot of people do not know where the line is for being honest. And what I mean by that is this. I'm seeing you, you and I are engaging with one another. We are having responsible sex. Um mm-hmm. safe, and right, responsible safe sex. And I am also seeing someone else. Right. And I am also having responsible sex with them, possibly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where I think people get confused is there's this mistaken belief that if I am engaging with one person, I should not be permitted to engage with someone else. And then also, if I tell you that I then owe you the entire details of the story, I and I do not. What I owe you is I am not solely seeing you. I am also seeing someone else. You don't get no names. Mm-hmm. You don't get no terms of the relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't get any additional details. Should I choose to disclose that? And we ladies, are not exclusive. And ladies, I encourage you to not do so. Because it's none of their business. It's I, none of their business. I, I, and that's exactly. where stuff starts so, to go wrong. So listen, that's when, where I, the power when, I, met, when right. I met Chris, I was dating. And I was very explicit with that. I said, I am dating right now. I am enjoying myself. He even called me a few times while I was out on dates. And I would say, hey, I'm out on a date right now. I will hit you back up when I, when I get home. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be very clear that I was not about to adjust or change my life based on just a couple of experiences that he had with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that women need to let men earn that role mm-hmm. and right in their life mm-hmm. we're so willing and free to give them the the title yeah. that and and the, what's fucked up and is that right. they making y'all run laps for that shit yeah that's not fair it ain't. 
And why is that the narrative? Why is it that we we got to cook, we got to clean, we got to keep our hair and our nails done, we got to burp the baby, change the clothes, we'll do the laundry? What? And why are you? What are you doing? The narrative you get to sit on the couch and 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 watch football. Mm-hmm. Why is that the narrative? Why is it that women have to be this, these all going saving, going to work, going to work? Yeah. Why are we the Girl. all? Why are we the all? Why are we the all? And why is that the narrative? Why is the narrative and has been for a very long time that a woman has to absorb a lot of the responsibility for the relationship? And no, that's essentially what this news report did. It put that first. Everything woman is in on the, the woman of being all of the things. So if you want a man, this is what you need to do. Listen, not right. that, but yes, you have all these things. But have you considered maybe you need to do this to get a man? I'm sorry, no. I don't think that any of us as women should be operating from the perspective of. Waking up and saying, "What do I need to do today?" And I'm to not gonna lie, I've asked to the get question, a man. but I've but I've asked um, the question. But the truth is, hold on. But the whole truth is, though, that we're having this discussion because women and men want each other so the whole mm-hmm. thing is that we're in this car right now and this is even it triggered us so much mm-hmm. because the truth is that we everybody wants connection everybody wants connection everybody wants, well, connection. Sure, everybody right? wants a relationship everybody yeah. wants it but i don't think that it should come at the sacrifice of your own identity i don't think that we should ever have to dumb ourselves down like this news report did and say oh no don't go out and get that doctorate degree because you're less likely to meet a husband because <laughs> he's gonna feel intimidated because you got a doctorate degree mm-hmm. and he's bagging groceries and by Publix. the way it's only now of them right <laughs> you know what i'm saying like I, I that's the part that i don't like i don't want women to take away that i'm saying no don't want a relationship or, or that shouldn't be a thing that you should or, or it's not an attainable goal for you i just don't think it should be the goal don't feel like you're not enough because you weren't chosen yeah or no no, no. and i don't like the term weren't chosen I don't yeah. like the chosen part. Yeah. No, I'm choosing too. Yeah. You yeah. were choosing too. Yeah. Y'all, st- don't let them feel like, oh my God, please pick me. Like you're sitting on the sidelines and I'm, I'm the prettiest one. I'm but the I'm, nicest I, one. I, what I, please I'm pick me. I don't like that real, narrative. It's, I hate the narrative, but I'm going to be real. That is the script that most people are running. I understand. So because if we majority, change it though, right. if we change it, that's why discussions right, like this are important. I agree. Because here's the thing. The majority of people, regardless, outside of this car, there is a good, healthy amount of people where this conversation exists in their mind but does not exist in their world. And so they are doing something that they should not be doing. I'm guilty as well of saying, and I have asked many of my male friends, any of y'all who listening right now, y'all probably laughing at me t- at this moment. What is it about me? Like, just help me understand what is it what about am I me? Giving off? You know what I'm saying? What am, what energy am I giving off? What how am I not connecting? Like y'all love to get up, slide up in my DMs and tell me I'm gorgeous, but you're not shooting your shot. So like I just I I can't because they know I, they can't add anything. To and you. so and and here's the thing, I asked you for shit. So I know you, it doesn't you matter. Took yourself it doesn't out matter. The game they, before the game was even being but played. But trust me, they took you. They took themselves out of the game for good reason. And I'm not saying they and, know, and I agree with you. And right, I agree with you. But right. I think what I'm saying is it's still those are not for you, right? But right. here's the thing, I think you still even though in your in my mind all of our our minds we are of the mindset that this is not the way this shit should go mm-hmm. it is dysfunctional it diminishes my identity it puts me in a position of weakness when we all know that is not who i am but because it is the script that is being run you can still find yourself in the position of being like dang you know what i'm saying here i am now trying to figure out what is wrong with me okay I, I'm gonna. I want to go to this message I received from a young lady. I'm not going to disclose her name. I think she's white. I'm not really sure, but she asked me for advice, and and this is this is this is the kind of stuff that really upsets me because this woman 
felt the need to ask me for advice when I think that in her mind she already knew what to do um, but it goes to show the lengths women mm-hmm. will go to and the shit that we will put up with mm-hmm. just to just to have somebody Be- in our because, bed. because we are taught that we must do that and we should so I said so she, this is her thing um, she said maybe this can be a topic should a man be forgiven for conceiving a baby with his baby mama while we were dating right there the fact that that I don't even need damn. to read she and she kept going she kept going <laughs> I don't even need to read damn. any further the fact that you are questioning and considering, considering putting up with something that you know in your heart is wrong, is wrong. Right. So this man only, does not respect you but that's but just not only it, did he cheat he cheated raw and he cheated he with cheated the baby mama. And then he came back and, and asked you, was it okay for yeah. us to stay together even yeah. though she accidentally got pregnant? Uh-huh. What? Listen to me. Or intentionally got pregnant. Th- uh-huh. th- this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Women are really dumbing themselves down. They are eliminating any kind of values that they have for themselves just to have somebody laying in their bed. Let me tell y'all something. Y'all better get a, wa- a hot water bottle, heat it up, and put it on your side of the bed, and then roll it. It's hot, okay? And it has no problems. You will meet a man when it's time to meet a man. You will meet a man so when it's me- time to meet. I think that the whole narrative that your whole life should be revolve around finding um, a partner. Mm-hmm. That's what upsets me because ladies we are so fucking dope we are so beautiful we have so much to contribute as a partner and if a man does not see our value his fucking loss why is the narrative always here's the other thing i don't even know that it's that men do not see the value sometimes a lot of times i think they do see the value but because they have so many options Okay. They are like, well, I'm gonna come back. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm but circle around. Last time I, uh, but last time I checked, we the ones with the pussy, right? We, we are. We the ones with the pussy. So, so I feel like you so we got to... options too. We do. The thing is that yes. we have different standards Correct. than men do, and exactly. men see all they're holes as the well, same. So they're willing to put their little peepee in every hole. every hole. Where we have the holes, so we're like, no, I'm gonna be a little bit. I'm gonna have more discernment and say, no, I'm not gonna be sleeping with every man. I would rather have a a, a level of intimacy emotionally before I allow a physical connection mm-hmm. to happen or whatever and if that's your thing you should keep operating like that mm-hmm. but don't let that be the narrative for your life like I need to wake up every day on the lookout oh that's a man at the gas station he at the gas pump does he got a wedding ring on let me how let me walk past him <laughs> it shouldn't be like you're on the hunt it shouldn't you shouldn't be on the prowl because you are the prize yeah. You are the prize. Yeah. Stop letting them make you think or feel like we supposed to be running after them or chasing after no, them. And guess know, what? Sometimes prize gets lonely, I tell Man, you. Sometimes I, listen, hold on. We talked about, what's it called? What's, what's, what's the name of the thing? Oh, it Tracy's Dog. Oh, you better get you a goddamn Tracy's Y'all Dog. Y'all need to go on Amazon and look up Tracy's Dog. <laughs> Tracy's Dog is barking. Does it talk okay. back, though, sometimes? Yeah, that motherfucker feel like it be doing something. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Listen to me. Trace if you dog. need somebody to talk back to you, call my ass. I'll talk back to you. <laughs> okay? Right. I want somebody to laugh and joke you with want me and rub on my booty a little bit. I'll rub on your booty. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I'll value it. Okay? <laughs> you don't need no man for that. I think, I think, I think, here's the thing. I, I'm with you on the lonely thing. So I, I think I've mentioned in a previous episode that I travel a lot. It makes it very difficult to establish connection with people because I am always on the go. But I will say that has, going back to what I said earlier, I was initially taking the perspective and position that, okay, I am on the go. I do live a bit of a different life. I'm hella busy. And so maybe there is something I need to do and be differently because I do want to have a husband. Now, 
the flip side to that is after waking up this morning and seeing this report and that y'all had me all on the news looking like boo boo foo mm-hmm. I was like okay well I can't really take that position no more I'm gonna just go and live my life and be who the hell I am and however it turn out it turn out but sometimes I think we are lucky because we have each other to have these conversations but sometimes this conversation only going back to what I was saying this only exists in a woman's mind right, right. so there is no validation happening to tell you not only not that you don't you don't have to chase a man because I mean I ain't chasing no dude but the flip side to that is like you also do not have to prop yourself up and sit nowhere and try to fan the flames to get him to come to you either. Right. No. You, that is not just what go you on do. existing and living your exactly. life as you should. And if he's and meant to find you, trainer. he will fucking find you. Whether that be while you're on a trip in Fiji or if you bat, you picking up your, your luggage at the airport or you're mm-hmm. at Publix grabbing milk. Right. It, it, when God, it, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And like I said last night, we were having a heated dis- uh, discussion with my husband, okay, about what's for you is for you and if it's for you nobody can take it from you if something is for you it will come to you you will not have to break your neck to keep it if I have to break my neck to keep it I don't want it because it's not motherfucking mine y'all live y'all life y'all beautiful and it's keep removing aspiring. your purpose it's removing your purpose like, yes. your purpose is you're, so you're, much you're, greater than a man right. Right. Yeah. stop that shit I have a question it you, gets on my nerves y'all Ooh. I do want a husband is wanting a husband the same thing as wanting to be a wife Mm. So here, Ooh. well, so this I feel like could potentially be another podcast. So I'm gonna just give, I'm gonna try to make it a simple answer. I want a husband, but I want to d- be very explicit that whoever is is intended to be my husband, we will define the terms of what our marriage looks like in our own unique way. Okay. And so yes, I am ready to be okay. a wife, but there are some things about mm. being a wife that mm-hmm. are going you to be very my language. to me. You're speaking my language. Yeah. Because I know. From the outside, my marriage is not the traditional one. Right. My my marriage is not the standard of what everybody else exactly. thinks a marriage needs to be. Exactly. But guess what? It works I, for me. It works for me. Right. I like this shit. I like the fact that he go out a couple nights a week and I'm able to get my peace and sleep by my damn self. Mm-hmm. I, there's, there are certain things that I appreciate about the setup of my marriage. And I know it wouldn't work for everybody. That mm-hmm. may not be how you want or you want right. or you want. Right. But that's what I want. And I've created my own And I think that's mm-hmm. really critical. Narrative. So I think one of the for things sure. you have to do is... Is get very clear about what you want. So mm-hmm. I a lot of people be, don't know what they want. Yeah, I, and, and still, I, and and and, 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 and it it's fluid. It's it fluid. Evolves. It's it not fucking hard. It's, it's not. fluid. It changes exactly. all the time. So today you may like a ten inch, and then tomorrow you might like a five inch. You don't right. know. It, and it, the thing it can is, vary. I, I think when it comes to a marriage, get when it comes to deciding that mm-hmm. you want to have someone, I used to hesitate to say husband mm-hmm. because I recognize that what someone thinks of as a traditional husband wife relationship is not exactly what I want like yes I want a committed partner yes there are some things that are in alignment but I don't want to trust I don't want to make cheat I think so I feel like I used to hesitate to say husband but I still get to want a husband right absolutely and you're deserving of a partner that is that matches your worth so you're deserving of that so I, I, I firmly believe this I don't judge people's relationships because, number one, I believe in a, a relationship is an agreement between those two those people. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or three people. Or whatever three. They doing. Or three. <laughs> whoever. Mm-hmm. But I believe in the agreement, and I believe in making sure that whomever I'm with, that we have whatever our understandings are. And I want right. someone to be clear on who they are and what they want and or what they don't want or whatever. But I want to I be um, in a place where... I can say who I am, what I want, what I don't want. And I can honestly say that 
I'm learning more and more as time goes on yep. what it is that I want. So that's half the oh. problem right there is people don't take the time to figure out what the hell they want. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who follow me, you know I post all the time. You can have whatever you want. You can. But half of y'all ain't took the time to figure out what you it's, actually and it's, want. And it's difficult. It is. It's difficult it is. to you actually have to live some life. do that kind of in-depth research on yourself. Right. It's it very is. difficult because, and it takes different experiences for you to learn about those things. Right. But another issue is I think that a lot of people feel like there is they don't meet people like where do I meet people to connect with where are where do I go (laughs) and that's one thing that also gave Chris a big up on because I feel like he curates venues or or parties or whatever the married people party happens on Wednesday okay no 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 that's not it's not only married people because when you and I went to his thing on that Monday I saw a lot or Wednesday, whatever. I saw a lot of available, attractive, employed men. And I think that um, you guys would benefit from attending those things if you're really trying to meet people. I, you know, I'd be calling you. I'd be like, girl, I think that we be just you need to come to this right. shit right here. So I think that you also have to make yourself available. You can't just think that, oh, you're going to sit at home and watch Netflix and a man going to show up. You have to right. actually go out and... who would show up at your door? And I know we're tired. Man, I'm the tired. The Atlanta gas man. But, the but, but, DoorDash. But let me, the DoorDash <laughs> No, no DoorDash guys. <laughs> but let me say that in, in Don't addition to that. Don't be like that. That might be that, his third hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I like a hustler. <laughs> okay, but but listen. So for me personally, being an entrepreneur that I am, mm-hmm. and I travel a lot, and being quote unquote successful in what I do, I'm out all the time at events with constant and constantly surrounded by successful black men. You know, but so what's it, the problem? Who knows? Are they married? Um, some are married, some are single. Okay, so but the, when you're are at, you attracted to them? No. So then that's that's the problem. It's not so why how you going? But, but wait, but wait. Okay. So the ones so that you do wait, wait, wait. The, one, the ones that you do be like, damn. Right. That's the nigga that ain't looking. You know what I'm saying? So it's, How do you know they're not looking? And, and they haven't approached. I'm not approaching no man. I'm not approaching a man either, and I would never. But there are ways. And we've, we've had this discussion. We've no had a discussion. There are ways to make a man approach you. So that's why I feel like. This. So we. I, that's there are podcast. ways to make a man. Nope, that's all on the podcast. We, we've talked about this. We've done a podcast on this already. No, I don't think we've done that podcast. We did a podcast, but this shit has not worked. <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. You was just on a date. You was just on a date. <laughs> Uh, it's not a and I'm not saying that this listen the the okay. actual meeting does not have to evolve into a relationship I wish it's I like it's face. increasing <laughs> it's increasing odds of meeting somebody that you actually like long term I just so, feel like when you're out it's not as easy as like oh um you know smile wink sachet sachet across the room right. I think oh, that no, the, I, the fact that a matter maybe is I need that, to try and do a little case study on my own because I'm telling y'all when I was going through my that little would be thing dope. that would be do dope. I really you should do that when I was, the case study we saw today. Listen, right. <laughs> when I was on my own before I was serious with Chris, I'm telling you, if I saw, and I've never approached a man in my life, if I saw a man that I found attractive and I wanted him to talk to me, I would just smile. I would just look at him and smile, and he would come over. And nine times out of ten, he would come over. If How he didn't come over, how long are you supposed to smile? That's the question. No, right? you just, it's just a wait, look. Wait. It's a glance. Look, it's a look. I it's a glance, connection. We look. We look. All right. I look away. And that's he it. still ain't walked up. Oh, if he so, ain't walk up, if the person doesn't walk up, because not every man walked up. Not every man, majority of them, but not every man walked up. But if he didn't walk up, then that's not my cup of tea. We good. Let the record show, listeners, that whereas men approach women and, you know, they don't like to deal with the, the rejection. And so the rejection could be, uh uh-uh, uh, you ain't my type. You ain't tall enough. You ain't this. You ain't that. Women might endure the same type of rejection because if I'm making eyes at you and winking and 
licking and grinning Baby, and, and giggling and then right and then he don't come over that shit is rejection okay, okay no yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> listen if he doesn't come over then that's not for you mm. that we you got to stop taking things so personally i really don't though. don't take it personally oh, I don't take it. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> i'm just saying that's what right, happens. right. That, that's that's his loss his problem who gives a fuck next Next, okay, y'all, we need to stop I'm putting. I'm telling you, this is another podcast. Okay, okay, okay. So back. So, so, okay, so back to what we were discussing. I'm down for the study. Hold on, what, <laughs> hold on. What y'all doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm gonna be in Dallas. What you doing in Dallas? Uh, you know, my parents are there. My best guy That's friend right. is there. Mm-hmm. 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 I'll be back in Chicago. Friendsgiving. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be cold as hell in Chicago. It's cold as hell now. That's where she lives. Anyway, so um, this is this is what I love. I love the fact that there are four women in this car that do not define themselves by a man. And I love that um, we can actually really depend on each other or rely on each other for the kind of um, human interaction that we need and we're not getting from men, except for the physical part because I don't do that. I was going to say, oh, that's so sweet. Tracy's dog. Tracy's dog. Allison was like, bro, eat your box. That's so nice. Everything but physical. Right. Yeah. That's true though. A girlfriend can be those things. Oh my gosh. Tell you. But she she physically, you still I'm gonna look out Tracy's dog. And, and, I, <laughs> and, and I'm telling you yeah. next to me ain't doing I'm it. telling you that if women understood the value of having friendships real ones with other with real with real women right that they connected with, that they were for real, there were real connections, because there are real connections in right. here. Yeah. Right? Those are valuable. Those can really take away a lot of the loneliness doesn't mean that you're not gonna still long for somebody to lay next to a man because you know they you want what you want mm-hmm. but you don't need nobody to ask for I'm gonna, it, add, a, I'm gonna add a layer to that though okay. I do think that yes you should curate relationships and have women friends like what is happening mm-hmm. in this car mm-hmm. but I also think that you have to be very capable of a being a good friend but in addition to that receiving feedback mm. because the one thing oh, I think wait. that's very I good feel, about I feel attacked right now well, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> sorry y'all I don't like taking no damn it I'm turning my back I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say despite Ryan trying to turn around and give me her backside to look at I'm just saying I do think that in this car we have had enough conversations where people can give harsh feedback and say listen here's what i think you could be doing here's where i see an opportunity for you here's where i think you're looking at that wrong but here's what about what about our saying amber know your friends right know your friends because there are know some friends, friends who you need when you know all right. your ass wants them to do is listen, listen. Right. Right. you don't call right for that yeah we, you know yeah, when you when you right, i'm gonna give you advice i'm gonna tell you to move oh no but if you tell me look right i don't else. want no but yeah, i don't yeah, want you can say i don't want i just need you to listen to me right now yeah. And I can absolutely do that yeah. as well. Yeah, but, but if you I come see... with that warning, though, yeah, that's right. That's right. In a few hours, though, right, she'll call you back. Well, no, I'll so text you. Know, I'll text you. Like, so you know, let me know. Just a note. Yeah. Right. Just a note. That nigga ain't shit. Right. Don't call us ass again. Right. And before right. we leave, I think another good podcast episode is how to be a good friend. That's a because good some people don't know how, how and I be. personally, I don't know how to reach out. I could be depressed and sad as shit, and I would mm. sit in my house for five whole days without picking up the phone. So my friends are you good know. at my friends. The few that I have um, are really good at kind of detecting my energy and reaching out to me. However, I'm the kind of person I don't like to share my downs. Mm-hmm. So, um, because I feel like energy is contagious, yep. and I don't. I don't my problems you. are my problems, yep. and I don't 
always feel like sharing. However, I might get into a mood like last night where I felt like sharing. I felt like sharing issues with people that I felt like I could trust Mm -hmm. and that I wanted their insight because I respect their opinion, Mm -hmm. right? So there's some people that I don't really want your opinion because I don't feel like your opinion would really Mm -hmm. apply to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your your perspective is not one that I would have. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you my problems because you you have you can't any value to me but that doesn't mean that you're not a good friend for other things or I can't be a good friend to you for other things so it's like you know different friends for different things Mm -hmm. and that's okay Mm -hmm. it's you know people have different purposes in your life Mm -hmm. exactly and there's nothing wrong with I feel like when I need to be talked off a ledge I'll call you Mm -hmm. I feel like if I need real insight like no did you think about it like this I will hit up Amber I feel like there are certain people that I will contact if I need a co-signer I'll call Keisha <laughs> I will, you know, like, bitch, where we going? Right. <laughs> there, there are different yeah. people that, that perform different functions in yeah, my life, true, and sure. they're all valuable, and they all contribute to me in some way. And I try to be that same person for different people and different in different ways. Right. Who I am for you is not who I'll be for Amber or who I'll be for anybody else. It's, mm-hmm. I, I perform a different function and a different role. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that we connect as women and we stop putting so much value in relationships with men true. and not relationships with. I, I'm telling you, if all four of us went on a, a vacation next week we would have the bomb oh my ass gosh. time why going to Fiji right yeah we're going to Fiji yeah, that's true. <laughs> why does it have to be vacation why does it have to be that right. I, I'm telling you I'm adventurous I like to have a good time he's more of like I like to sit on the beach and drink drinks I'm like I want to jump out of fucking plane and right. do something crazy mm-hmm. I'm that person I like stuff like that mm-hmm. and I like women that are adventurous and want to go to crazy places and do crazy things I like things like that I, I like finding myself y'all gonna get these thighs <laughs> you, yeah. gonna you gonna get these thighs so, right yeah. here so yeah. I think that <laughs> important to, right. to put less importance and significance on a relationship with a man and really and I think that with by, yourself, with yourself yeah. and with other women because women help you find out about yourself they, yeah. should, they, they really do. really help you see who you are and I, mm-hmm. I really feel like good relationships with good women help you rise to the occasion in a lot of situations mm-hmm. they really do help you see your best where a man can bring out the worst in you I'm gonna just Ooh. add one little thing one little ice and one little, little tidbit mm-hmm. follow your gut yeah. Oh, yeah. Follow your okay, gut. Okay, so sometimes so that's tricky. Mm, well, that's I'm tricky. Say, well, I'm going to say this what I mean by that. You know, when the gut tickles, you might not know for sure what the tickle is, but you need to pay attention. And here's why I say that. Mm-hmm. Think about this. You just met her. But you was like, yep, yes. boom, yeah. right away. That's true. You, there are times where you're going to know immediately, like, oh, That's no, true. uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Energy but sometimes, sometimes you can be misled. Sometimes, and, you know, yeah. It's right. occasionally, but I'm just saying, like, pay but attention to that. 90% you of your gut is right. Yeah. So I was talking about the person that I, he, he, and on, and me, and I seen, I met the person face-to-face, and that's when I really realized that there was an issue because mm-hmm. the energy that I felt immediately exactly. was one right. of negativity, mm-hmm. one of wrongdoing right and so i was just that's when my whole attitude towards the situation changed so yes you're absolutely right do Mm -hmm. follow your gut but i believe i really feel like we really as women need to be operating from the most kind place from the most honest place um even though i can be mean i have i'm i'm a loyal i'm a loyal ass friend and a wise place because our kindness paired with our wisdom is what makes us so amazing sometimes we think we're, we're smart though and we're not that smart Sometimes I'm telling you, people well, are not my intelligence, but my wisdom something. is based on my experience right. or what but, other people okay, have sown okay, into me. Okay, but you've had experiences that have taught you lessons, but have you had those same experiences again? 
Yes, you have. Because sometimes that wisdom don't fucking kick in. Mm. And sometimes you be you, you have to go through the shit a couple times. So, that's what I'm saying. So, like, it, it's not always that easy to just be like, okay, this happened to me last time. It's going to happen to me again. I think that Let that is, like, yeah. right. You can't mm. do that. I think that that's unfair to expect that of anybody. I think that everybody is different. You can't operate from, oh, this happened to me one time. It's going to happen again next time. And mm-hmm. I can't do it again. I think that that's just, you know, life gives you lessons. You learn whatever. Mm-hmm. What I want and what the takeaway from this this episode should be stop putting your value in a man's hands really do get yourself a set of good girlfriends and a tracy's dog and you'll be all right <laughs> and you will be all right because the value know, is within is within and the truth and i know and also people, not just a man's hands and i'm glad I'm, I'm gonna be t- i'm gonna be honest with y'all i know y'all can't receive that message from me so i'm glad that i have three beautiful amazing accomplished well-to-do women in my car right now that you will respect the opinion from i feel like they are living proof that you can still be happy feel fulfilled without a man laying next to you yes they want to get some consistent penis yes they want to have a good time with somebody they can trust but they're not going <laughs> to yes, compromise their values or themselves for any man That's but anyway right. go ahead y'all but you know something we want to thank you for joining us for this episode we promise you that they will be back soon love ya Hey guys, welcome back to Fire at Will with Rye and Aaron. Hi. We are so excited to um, come at you with a, not at you, but come towards you. Come, <laughs> come to you. Coming, coming at you with some new content. We have, um, before I, I launch into who we have with us today, I want to remind you to please follow us and engage with us on Instagram. F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L. Make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Make sure that you rate and give us some great feedback and ideas for topics because we like to um, hear the kinds of things that you're talking about and thinking about. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's see. We have two guests with us today. And um, one is our resident. One guest. is not a guest. Right. One of them comes guest, in and goes she, in the refrigerator like I said, and pushes all the buttons. Right. Our resident guest. <laughs> resident guest. What's up, Amber? What's up? Yes. But then we have another special guest, and it is our friend Mel. I'm gonna give her a chance to tell you a little bit about herself. Hi guys. Uh, my name is Melissa. I'm from New York. Uh, currently living in Virginia in the military. I knew Rhett Rye for years through a mutual friend and then I came down here because I love Atlanta and she introduced me to Erin and now Amber. So loving these women. Wonderful. And how do they follow you, Mel? I'm sorry. How do Wait. they follow you? Oh, do we want Instagram? you want it? Do you want people to follow you? Let Mel think about it for a little bit. <laughs> She'll come back to you. <laughs> well, she's gonna, they're going to find out anyway because we're going to tag you. Yeah, but she, I think her page is private. Privite. So then she could just decline their... <laughs> she can. Because <laughs> my page is private too. It sure is. Mine is open. But right I'm not now. I'm not on Instagram right now. So that's, like, that's neither here nor there. Ooh, that, that is a there though. One thing that I'm admiring about Rai right now is that she has is on a... Um, a little not a little she's on a sabbatical she made some choices about some things that she wanted to eliminate for a time so that she could focus on what was important to her and um so that's why you probably have not been seeing her on social media she's fine because we she's flourishing let me say something that i think that a lot of people don't want to admit to is that social media is very time consuming Mm -hmm. and whether anybody wants to admit to it or not 
all of us are addicted to it. Mm -hmm. I realized at some point how much time I was spending on an application that wasn't adding any real substance to my life. And I was complaining about time. Mm -hmm. I don't have time. I don't have time. So I said, you know what? This is a way I can get back some of that time. Mm -hmm. Because I'd be scrolling and it's 2 o'clock. Next thing I know, look, it's 3.30. I'm like, an hour and a half is gone that I could have been doing something that's beneficial to me. I needed to do something. So what have you been? Out. What have you found that you've been doing instead of? Oh, scrolling? girl, you're working out. You already know. Right. So mm-hmm. everybody, yeah. So Rai is on this. Um, I'm about to be snatched again journey, mm-hmm. and it's actually working. So if that's what she's doing, and I'm also doing Mediterranean. So I know a lot of people don't like um, Mediterranean for whatever reason. They're doing this whole keto kick because keto is more tasty. Mm-hmm. You can have bacon and right, fine. But it's not really healthy. Mm-hmm. So when you go to the doctor after being on keto for about three, four months, you'll notice that everything is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Hormonally, you're fucked up. Your blood pressure is fucked up. Everything is messed up. It's just not good for you. So I'm trying to incorporate a lifestyle mm-hmm. that I can upkeep, that I enjoy. I like the way you know the Mediterranean diet tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easy for me to maintain. And it's working. Yeah. And I feel good. My body feels good. I don't feel like I'm pumping it full of bacon right. mm-hmm. and eggs. Yeah. I'm eating salads. I'm eating olives. I'm eating steak. Mm-hmm. I'm eating, you know, I'm drinking red wine. I do miss vodka. Yeah. I do miss cocktails. But, you know, you have to make a sacrifice if you want to see a change. I do so. love an olive. Now, does it count if my cocktail has olives in it? No. I was just curious and I'm asking because somebody else out there is asking. They thought the same thing. Right, right, You're welcome, right, right. Yes, whoever no. you are. So um, It does make it tasty though. I know. You like mm-hmm. I do love a dirty, dirty, dirty martini. martini I do. Yeah. I enjoy it. Mm. I really do, but I had to cut it out because I wasn't seeing the, the results. The results. And I felt like I was sacrificing and I was doing the whole uh, high protein keto kind of right. thing mm-hmm. and it wasn't working for me well you kind of hit a plateau like it helped you to shed some yeah it but wasn't not, really, yeah it wasn't yeah. working for me and I also didn't have time to work out because I was spending so much time on social media so mm-hmm. now that I've incorporated being physical it just seems to be working a little bit better how do you feel mentally I feel great okay That's I feel good. I feel like exercise um to me who was I talking was I talking to Melissa about this or was I talking to Sharice um Exercise for me is not only about looking good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yes, about yeah. feeling good. Yeah. I feel good about myself because I feel like I've done something that's good for me. Mm-hmm. Getting to the treadmill is a struggle still. Like right. going there, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this shit. Right. But once I'm on there and I'm actually doing it, I feel good. And afterwards when I'm sweaty and like exhausted, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm proud of you. I feel proud of myself. That's good. Because I didn't make an excuse. Mm-hmm. I did it. Mm-hmm. I just did it. I just, I just said fuck it and I did it. Right. I didn't make the excuse. Oh, I'm too tired. I had no time. Well, guess what? Without Instagram, I got the time. That's true. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, mm-hmm. you and Amber were talking about something mm-hmm. um, when I came in. So, um, I think that it's a great idea for a topic. Okay. One thing is that as women, we are constantly talking about dating, relationships, um, and I think that what we've done with our podcast is we've talked about relationships outside of romantic ones. So we've talked about friendships and our families and, and just parenting. All of that has been amazing. Um, and I think that something that you all were discussing is the window. The right. window that women, um, somehow we put this time, this time on ourselves that things have to be accomplished by 
that here. I was sharing that I thought I was supposed to have all my shit together by 25. I did not. What I was was pregnant by 25, but I didn't have no shit together at all. <laughs> I I finally finished my bachelor's. That's something. That's something. That's I completed something together, that. Right. So I, that was together, but mm -hmm. I didn't have any anything going after that. Mm -hmm. Actually, thank God I was pregnant because then I ended up on bed rest and that delayed how much time, like that delayed me having to find a real job. Right. Because I was <laughs> ailing. Right. So I was like, whoo. <laughs> so then I was on bed rest and I had the baby. Then I was home with him for 10 months. So listen, I was a good 27 before I really had to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up. So God gave you a good Did to, your, to your grace. With this little human. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, um, because the kid will make you get your shit together real fast, and it did. Like I, I couldn't. But I, I, I want to backtrack on something you said really quick. I don't think that we put this oh, idea. I think society oh, yeah. again okay. has created this fucking narrative where they say, well, if you're not married with three kids, two and a half kids, and a dog and by a house 30. with mm -hmm. a white picket fence, by the time you're thirty, that you're old made. I think that's bullshit. Yes, and yeah. I think that it's unrealistic for us as women to determine how our life is supposed to be based on the way other people's lives are. I'm going to also say this, and this is just, I'm, I can't quote the data accurately, but white women are taught this, and, it, and it's how they live their lives. Like, if you notice, a lot of times you'll have white women who will go to school, get their bachelor's degree, and will never work because that they went true. to college to get their husbands, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they meet him, they, you know, ride through and mm -hmm. come out, get right, married, right. have kids, et cetera, never, ever have a job. Um, and so I think um, that some of this is not just society, but to some degree, it's that cultural nuance. You know what I mean? Like it's that it's us watching the quote unquote majority. I hate to even use that term, but you know what I'm saying? Like as the formula rather than recognizing that that doesn't have to be the way we live our lives as women of color. So. And I pride myself on being a person that has never conformed to timelines. Well, for sure. Okay. I'm the oldest of my sisters, mm -hmm. and I was the last to get married. And I was not concerned with being married. I think that they did things by the book. They went to college by the book. They got degrees by the book. They got careers by the book. They got married by the book and had children. They did it. Were you the first to have a child? I was the first to have a child First as well. to have a child. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. The, la the last to finish school. Hold on. Um, go away, Omar. Um, the last to finish school, um, you know, I was a person that I really did things on my own terms, and I didn't want to explain anything to anybody. And mm -hmm. it was very confusing to my whole family because, you know, we're very traditional. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you don't want to get married. and you. Not that I didn't, but if I didn't, I was okay with that too. So what I'm saying is I think that we need to change the narrative so that people stop feeling like they have to conform to whatever bullshit that yeah. people are creating for them. Your path is your path. Right. That's something that I wish I had known when I was 25 and pregnant because what I was was 25 pregnant and embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed. I was embarrassed to go to church. Really? I was embarrassed to... That hurts me. I was. Like I was that. hurt. And I know some of it was because my mother was so disappointed. Mm. And so... Um, you felt judged. I felt judged. I felt, I felt that she was ashamed of me. Therefore, I felt a lot of shame over myself. Um, and so I kind of had to... Oh, mama, don't listen to this. Fight. Well, she'll be fine because we've mm -hmm. already talked about it. But And also, I just... I love telling the truth today. Right. 
going forward. Right. No, telling the truth is very, I it's very the important. Truth. It's very I just important. tell the truth. And I agree. Like, it, it's it's hurtful yeah, to yeah. some people. It can hurt, but... But, you know, I don't give a fuck. No, I be telling the truth all the time. I, I just tell shit. it. Right. But I've, I've carried a lot of shame, and then um, when I... And then I was uh, sick a lot during the pregnancy, a lo- largely because of that, that guilt and that shame and feeling like I wasn't um, fitting into what my life was supposed to look like. I'm not married. I'm this, I'm that. So um, then when I had him, she was he, wasn't, he wasn't well. Mm-hmm. I wasn't automatically in love, though. I was she deta- was oh, in love. My mom was in love. Your mother was in love. My so mom the, was in love. My mom actually but initially didn't speak she was to not. me. She didn't speak to me um, for several months of my pregnancy. Because she was disappointed mm-hmm. about Zion. And but then the moment he came point, out. Yeah, at some point, something clicked in her brain, and then she came home with loads of baby clothes and so i was like okay and, and you then, know what took me out tell them about the the mall pictures girls tell them my about mom that. would take my son there's this um i don't know if it still exists there's this little uh, business called the picture people you can go in take these pictures like you're at olin mills or whatever at, with the all mall. these props yeah. right in the yeah, mall and get the printouts immediately yeah. Like often, it was pictures of her and my child. Like that, like, like that was, was her, her baby. Yeah. Yes, like okay. I birthed my brother. <laughs> I have pictures of them that she is sprawled out on the floor, and he and he is cuddled next to. That was their relationship. Oh wow! There are tons of pictures. Now I love. I love that too. How my mom adores that. Boy. I love. That I too. love it. But at the same time, for somebody that initially was so against, yeah, the pregnancy, it made me not trust her. Mm. It made it very difficult for me to well, trust maybe her. Maybe it was guilt. Her guilt. She, oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. I hadn't thought about that. She felt like she needed makeup for whatever she said or how she made you feel. Mm. I wish she had just said to me, I'm sorry for what I said and how I made you feel. Yeah. But sometimes it's not that not easy. everybody knows how to and do that. And she's an Aquarius. And Aquarius oh, yeah. is very difficult for us to apologize. We'll apologize in a roundabout way. And through action. Yes. Yeah. They'll for show sure. you they're sorry. Mm-hmm. But I need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Same. I'm a, I'm I need to hear it. I need to, I hear, need to it. hear it too. I am a um, words of affirmation person. Yeah. Same. So, and I realize that too because I give it. So when I do something to somebody, mm-hmm. whether I know it or not, I do acknowledge it verbally and with my behavior. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I tell them. Yeah. yeah. And so when people don't tell me something, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like I have to. Remember. But you also have to demand the apology. Mm-hmm. You have to say well, this yeah. bothered me and be vocal about it. Yeah. You can't just walk around soaking with a stank face and expect for people to. Right. Because she may not even be aware of what she was ailing you. She didn't. Know so it you hurt. have to be vocal and say, "Hey, it hurt me when," mm-hmm. and give the person the platform to apologize. Because right. if you don't say, if you're not vocal, you're like, "Oh, what the fuck is wrong with her?" Right. And so, you know, you bothered me. You hurt me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah. Look, make bring it to my um, right. awareness. But this is so back to the right. window. So back to the window. Um, I think, oh yeah, the point of that was that I wasn't, um, the window that I had created, that society created, and then also that I bought into, that I clearly wasn't um, fitting into that mold. And so then I felt, okay, now I've had this child, but I need to get married by this time so that I can fix it and make this family that I'm thinking I'm supposed to have. So, of course, that was some bullshit, and that blew up several times. And then I had to, you know, it was just a lot of shit that happened. Because you were trying to force something that yeah, God that did not have in mind for you. And I, then I had to get okay. Mm-hmm. But the moment yeah. that I got okay, where I was like, it's okay. Now, this is all my friends getting married. I'm in everybody's wedding. Dang. These three sisters that I was friends with got married. I was in everybody's wedding. I got a, 27 dresses is a real thing. Yeah. I have them. I have them. Same. Same. I have them. I didn't bench. Oh my gosh! Well, so I've many donated weddings. a number of. Right. 
I have all the dresses, shoes. Yeah, I've been in David's Ooh. bridal a million times. Oh my god! I've been everybody's bridesmaids. <laughs> I've been everybody's bridesmaids. It never bothered maids, me. Hostess. It never. So bothered it never me. bothered me either. But I will say this: I did have a window, but not necessarily to get married. I had a window to. It's hard. I was actually trying to process this in my brain, and I posted something on Instagram today, kind of around this, but. It, I think I always had an idea of like getting to be the person I wanted to be. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be ready at a certain point. Yeah. Right. And I I had a moment just over the last few weeks actually um, where I'm like, ready for what? Like, right. Yeah. Like, I got, like I'm getting ready to show up to my life. And I'm right. like, but your life is happening like at this moment. So what are you waiting for? And I have no idea. I can't say what that That's was. That's what I don't understand. What are you waiting for? Why? What are you yeah. waiting for to live, to exactly. be who you are? Exactly. I don't get that. I I, I'm I not waiting. I cannot explain it. But I can say that I think. I've been well, conditioned. Yeah. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and while I can't. I can't even tell you what I was waiting right. to that's show I, that's up. As I say, you've like, been conditioned. What is the thing? You know the what I'm saying? The thing, the idea, the picture, the the marriage, so like, the, the dog, the two and a half kids. They just gonna all show up in my mailbox. Or like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so how how <laughs> like old? A letter, you? a postcard that says it's your turn. Let's talk. Okay. Let's, talk <laughs> let's talk ages, okay? I'm 38. You're 38. I'm gonna be 39 this week. I'm 41. And Mel, I'm 31. Oh, you're baby. 31. Sorry. Hold on. So I'm 31, not married, no kids, and having kids and getting married was never a big deal for me. Like it I was don't something think that's not true. Hold well, on, let, hold on. let me finish. <laughs> right, like it was, was something like, eh, eh. that was nice and something that I wanted, but it was never like, oh my god, like by the time I'm 30, I have to find my husband, or mm -hmm. you know, like none of that. But I did say to myself in my younger 20s, by the time I'm 28. I'm going to have my career. I'm going to have a certain amount of money in the bank. Like, I'll be ready. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I'll be on the path of starting to find that person or mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. And then, Lord and behold, 28 showed up, and that's not what happened. What uh, did happen? I wasn't happy. And for me, I've always been independent, always in my own thing, always traveled, always whatever. And one day I just woke up and I was like, I'm not happy with how things are going. And so kind of had a little emotional breakdown and I just said, fuck it. And left for the military, enlisted and wanted to just start my life over. And it no longer became about anything else except my soul being happy and me feeling free or healing from whatever it was that was holding me down or bringing me back. What so makes you that. happy? Like, what do you know? Um, oh, we talked about this too earlier. What makes you happy? Just feeling like I can want, at, I'm at peace. Like, um, not having to do what anybody else wants me to do or expects of me or whatever. And really just having the freedom to do what I want when I want. Like, that really genuinely makes me happy. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, because I spent my entire life living in New York and being around family and, you know, all the females in my life had kids by 20, 22, mm -hmm. you know, it was like, okay, but I don't want that. So mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy those expectations of who people thought I should be or criticizing me because I did my own thing and I did whatever I wanted. And so it's just having my freedom to be me and do what I want. So, what do you think about the window? Do you think that you, um, in your mind, have that expectation of the window? 
or had the expectation or do not have the her, expectation her window seemed to be career and money financially yes. driven mm-hmm. yeah so you're you were never you never had a window of a four relationship no no and i think because i thought if i had all those other things in place the relationship would then that up. would happen yeah, yeah. I, so i can agree with that i think that's how i looked at it i think i never looked at like i have to find the relationship i felt like I actually had this conversation with a couple of my male friends. I I was led to believe do the best you can. Mm-hmm. As, as long as you do the best you can and you achieve the greatness that you have accessible to you with whatever your best attempt will provide, then you're going to have the most options. Mm-hmm. But that's not really how you it got, goes. You guys, are, you, guys are, some degree, you guys are much more mature than so I am. So to some degree, you get to a point where you're doing the best you can. And that's not to say I ain't did a lot of stuff because right. I'm, you know, it's been a vast experience. Oh, right, we know. But, but right, we talked about it. Right, so I'm like, and our know. listeners know as well. Right, right, right. So like, you know, it's been a vast experience. But I, I just, I also feel like that was your journey. Right, it was. But I still always felt like if I do the best, I'll have the most options. And similar to what you're saying, mm-hmm. therefore my options would include, oh, if I choose to have a kid, if I choose to mm-hmm. get married, if I choose. And as married. I'm aging, those options are not what I expected in terms of plethora because it's like oh well I'm at the I'm banging I'm at the top of this I'm winning at this thing I I am doing my best right so I should have but hasn't everything else showed up right exactly exactly hold on so I I I don't I think that the three of you are a lot more mature than I am in that sense because I never had the foresight to think that far in advance I'm a person that has always just been like kind of in the moment I didn't think about, oh, well, if I got my career and I'm like, shit, I'm just wondering what's for dinner tonight. And I hope that tomorrow I have a good time. I did not think. I wish that I did. Okay. I wish that I did. I don't belong in that group because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about shit. I don't, I don't belong in that group. front of the house and the back of the house. I was not thinking. I wasn't thinking shit. I, no, I wasn't thinking about being my best. Like, I was like, am I going to be able I to mean, pay daycare this week? Well, no, like, I was like, I mean, I go to work every day. So I, then I was a teacher. Me too. And I was like, I That's go to work every day. I didn't like, think can somebody? Actually, I just said, you know I need what? to go to work. I got to pay these bills. I got to show up if I don't want to make it. Fun. It, was, it wasn't no, anything. But here's, here's where I started yeah. though. I wish that I did because now I do. Yeah. But in that time, when yeah. the whole window, I didn't think about shit like that. No. I, didn't, I just was living. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I was looking to be rescued for a time. Mm-hmm. Oh, never. You know, when I was a never. teacher. Never. I think I might have. I, I think I, I think I, an intent, I think I did too. Scoop me up so that I can go be happy somewhere doing what I want to do. But oh, wow. not for, not for, not for a not marriage. Yet. Not no. for marriage for me. But somebody to come and just take care of me. Because right. I didn't want to do shit. I, I wanted, think that that's what happened. That's to what me. I wanted. That's, I, I was, I think that's scoop what happened. me up so I can go do what I want to do and see. see and I have to be honest with myself yeah. and be honest. If I'm and say, honest, And yeah. look at myself at that, in that moment. And I think that that's what happened until I kind of did get that. And I was like, Mm-mm, this shit is not what's back <laughs> I don't want this shit no more. No. And then I was like, I will never, ever in the rest of, for yeah. the rest of my life be dependent. Because you give up your freedom. You give yeah. up your freedom. Uh-huh. I didn't understand that, though. the one thing I always wanted was my freedom. I yes. didn't understand it. Yes. I didn't understand. I think that I spent a long time having so much freedom and being so independent mm. that I wanted somebody mm-hmm. to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in hindsight, as, as a almost 40-year-old woman, mm-hmm. I'm observing that of my younger self and saying, okay, okay, 
oh, that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But once I got it, because I kind of did get it, not in this in the grand capacity that I wanted it, but I mm-hmm. kind of did get it. It was not what it, I thought it was going to be, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I need my own shit. Yeah, yeah. it didn't. Ring and my then bell. it made me fiercely independent, right. where I'm like, over nobody correct. over it. Over I was correct. over right, right. over correcting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I absolutely did do that, mm-hmm. and now and, and well, you know, whatever, but. I just was like, fuck it, I don't need nobody. I don't need nothing. I don't need nobody. I can handle it on my own. I can mm-hmm. pay my own bills. I'm going to take Oh, you care was that myself. girl in the club? Yes, girl. And you independent. You got Buy your own, own house. <laughs> your own car. I was like, Buy hey. your own <laughs> bottles. And you don't need no nigga. <laughs> Make some noise. That was definitely me. <laughs> and actually, when that was happening, on this was, bench, I was shushing. Yeah. I was like, shh. <laughs> no. I, 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 I was definitely, I was definitely, I was still single. <laughs> I was like, shh. I was like, oh, hell no. Hands up. <laughs> <laughs> nope. She was shushing and she's still single too. That was yeah. anything. Yeah, I think, I think that's the thing. Like, the whole idea of a formula is There is no broken. formula. Yeah, but not just that it's no formula, but also that you sometimes don't realize that you are living your life according to that. Because like I said, mm-hmm. I just... just and it's hindering last, you. Yes, and it's hindering yes. you. And in the last yeah. few weeks, it's just been this moment where I'm like... I was actually out, sh- you know, y'all, I got a personal shopper because I can't do it by myself. So <laughs> I was out with him shopping. And- <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, 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 that's one of that. the, that's one of the beauties of being an entrepreneur yeah. I, and, and making good money. I'm, I'm just, the Lesai was one of and, kind. And I'd, and I'd like y'all all to know that he is accessible to you. It is far more achievable than you like to believe. But like, hold on, but that, let's not okay. derail down. Okay. Okay. Now we're not derailing. Really. Well, yeah. I'm thinking about the shopping now. Oh, shit. One, of the things that he's, one of the things that he says to me and has said to me is he's always like, you know, I'm like, where am I wearing it? It's like, right. and he's like, wear it to your life. Like, you are Ooh. the occasion. Wear it to your life. And so I had to, like, over, I mean, he he's been saying this for years, but it was like this moment for me that I was like, "Yo, like this is my life. Like I'm living it. Like mm-hmm. right now. Like put the clothes on. Like how go- does he say it? Wear it to your life. Okay, you are the occasion. He's, he's not That's the, great. He's not the only person that you know who said that to me just a couple days ago. Ooh. My husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he he got the hotel for me, which I'll talk about. He got you know whatever. And I'm like, come on, we don't really need to spend. I got. He was like, yes, we do. Yes, we do live yeah. in this moment yeah. don't worry about anything let's enjoy right, right now right. this this, this, today. Is this, this is is today this is today he was like this is gonna come back we don't why are you so worried about, exactly. i'm so worried mm-hmm. about yes. long term yep. and, and planning yep. and you know yeah. whatever and having my life too chaotic because at one time it was so chaotic that I when I got it under control, now I have everything like okay. Mm-hmm. Now y'all see, I'm like we have to be done by seven thirty because I gotta be because I'm regimented. Right. I ha- I have things in order and I like it like that. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be that. No, way, and you know? and you you again going back to the form. I didn't even realize I was living in a formula, right? And so when he said that to me, just over the last few weeks, it's kind of been playing in my brain, and I'm like. Oh, you're living your life like not even understanding how come because I'm pretty free you know what I'm saying like I go and do pretty much what I want I'm here because I want to come celebrate your birthday right mm-hmm. like so I have quite a bit of flexibility I have the means to do that and I'm grateful for that but it's also like still even with that flexibility I'm running scripts that I didn't even necessarily realize mm-hmm. right. you know what I'm saying and at the same time to kind of add in the other topic we touched on um, earlier the um, the idea that people can see that and, and feel like I am not going to approach you because oh, yeah. 
you know, you are out of my league, right? right? Like, I don't even consider the possibility that here I am running the script of be the best that you can, do the best that you can, try the hard as you can. And that you know, is and a that potential is, right, deterrent. Because somebody else is looking at it like, ooh, she is out of my league, right? right? That's their own insecurity. <clears throat> and but. it is, but just look at all the layering of formulas. Just, just mm-hmm. can't nobody meet nobody because I'm over here trying to do everything in the world right. and you over there looking like, oh, she out of my league. Right. So we both got a script. The right. scripts ain't working together. She got like, a personal shopper <laughs> Shit, I can't do this. I'm just trying to get it together on the sale rack. I'm right. shit. We be on the sale rack now, y'all. Let me be real okay. clear. No, Listen, I think personal that- shopping for everybody out there. Regular people, you can have a personal sure shopper because we are regular people. Sure I hate not. shopping. I, I told I you. Too. I, Hold on, wait. I love I like, shopping. I, I like love it, love, love, love things. It. I, I will don't shop like- for you. You don't need this, man. I will shop for you, girl. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't have time. Listen, but I, I'll we don't make, need this Listen, man. we don't need him. I can help you. See? Y'all, whole, y'all do you need him. If you got your own shopper, so the whole, we don't need so him. So the whole thing is this. The whole thing is this, though. Subscribing to anybody's timeline is absolutely ridiculous. Doing a compare culture where you're like, oh, well she my friend have her shit together yeah. by 35 mm-hmm. she got her career she has the two and a half kids and the dog and the house and the mm-hmm. picket fence and the mm-hmm. husband and the career or whatever I think that's ridiculous mm-hmm. everybody has their own journey their own path that they have mm-hmm. to take and my shit has been nothing like anybody else's I've ever seen and I'm okay with that yeah. I think that we should try to encourage people yeah. women in particular because men go through this too where they have sure. a certain timeline set in their head where they don't subscribe to what society's telling them, okay, you need to buy, the time you're 30, have a, a master's degree and a credit score of 850. I mean, that would be nice. And a home and, you know, at least engaged right. or whatever it is. No, do things in the time frame that makes you comfortable. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay too. It will happen when it's time. Don't focus so much yeah. on that one thing yeah. and think that you're a failure because that hasn't come through yet. Yeah, it will come through when it's time. And there's a lot of life to do. Like, there's a lot of things that Hell you can yeah. do. Like, you know, like, you can travel. You can eat your way through several countries. <laughs> like, yes. There are lots of options of That's things my that dream. you can do. I'm telling you, listen, I, my gluten-free self, I eat as much as I possibly That's can. That's my dream. Because it's delicious. Mm. Yeah. But, like, you have the opportunity to, to fill your time with your choices and like you know going back to what we were saying earlier like I think sometimes we don't give a lot of meaningful thought to what we really want because I don't think I, I don't think did. I think that it's fluid though I don't think that and, we, and it's good that right, it's fluid right so right. what I want today is not what exactly. I'm gonna want next week or next month whatever it now. may change right like today I want steak next week I may want fish you right. know it, it, it varies I don't right. think that we should have this whole thing that we have to know exactly but I think that it is good to have an idea yeah this is what I was telling you so I feel like I don't have enough of an idea or I haven't put thought much thought into exactly what I want so if you were to ask me what I want it's like the basic shit I want to travel I want to eat without getting fat (laughs) I want money in my bank account and I want my kids to be healthy Mm -hmm. but what do I want because there's so much more that I really do want but I just you know what I'm saying like yeah and so the what do I what really makes me happy what mm-hmm. how do you figure that out how do you do like how do you focus on the major things so that you can manifest you do you, you you do have things. to you do things to get it and so I get this question a lot like I get this question from people who have watched you know what changed in my life like when I was working to you know for you know an employer to now being self-employed like so people are like you just seem so much happier what is the thing and I'm like I did things. Like oh, you, hold on. Mm-hmm. Wait. I want to talk about something really quick about you, Amber. Uh-oh. 
So <laughs> I feel like I'm in trouble. The reason that I um the reason I connected with Amber is because um I saw that I started following her for some reason. Oh yeah. And I saw that she was working for Walmart. Then she went on a little break and I didn't see her for a little bit. And then she popped back up and she's traveling the world. And so I DM'd her. I'm like, yo, what's going on? What's good? You okay? Because she was my little... I was just following her and I just loved her on the on the gram. So I'm like, are you good? What happened? And she told me that her life had taken yeah. a change um, relationship-wise, career-wise. And so she was taking a sabbatical basically to travel the world and find herself and do whatever it is and invest in herself. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was dope as fuck. I'm like, you know what? I fuck with her. Right. I don't know her, but I fucks with you because you are investing in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I love when women do shit like yeah. that. That you shit is fucking to, dope. You have Especially to. Especially women no that one... look like us. Yes. 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 And you no don't one... see it. You don't. Next thing I know, I see her in China <clears throat> with some yeah. Chinese people. And if, I'm like you, and she's not even. I'm not talking about Hong Kong. I'm talking about like Shanghai. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the I communist part of China. China. Mm. <laughs> <We're>, yeah. <laughs> okay. In mainland China. I'm like, right. what you doing over there? <laughs> right. yeah. Don't speak no English. I'm just checking on you. <laughs> <laughs> the dental hygiene ain't the, the best. Right. <laughs> like, what you doing over there? What's happening? Um, she um she was doing things that were very admirable to me, despite the fact that she had taken what some may have perceived as some. Huge blows. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. She, huge blows. She yeah. could have sat home and cried. What am I gonna do? She didn't give a fuck. She said, "You know what? I don't know how this is gonna work, but I'll figure it out." Mm -hmm. Packing my shit. I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't know where I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna figure it out, and I'm gonna travel in the process. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How many people have the? I wish that I had. So the there's a couple to things that. I want to add to that. Mm -hmm. I want to add to one. I I am a big. One thing I've learned about myself is I am a risk taker, and a mm -hmm. lot of people are not. But it's very natural for me to be like, you know what? Try it. What's gonna happen, right? Mm -hmm. So that's you don't got kids. Anyway, go ahead. It, it, well, I'm a kid. All right, but I ain't birth no children. Right. I have kids. But so, but what happened at this point? I want to also say the importance of friendship because what caused me to actually go ahead and go and take that trip over to China, where I was all over China. Um, is because I had a girlfriend call me and say, you been saying you was going to come over here and visit. But I don't know how long. I'm going to fly you over here. Oh. Now, when you get here, whatever you do, wherever you go from there, it's on you. Right. But I'm going to get you here. Mm -hmm. And you said you were willing to come visit. And the whole issue before was exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. Time. I don't right. have the time. She's like, well, you got the time. And I'm like, all the I time don't know in the world what now. I'm going to do. I don't. She said, that's fine. You'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'll get the ticket. Tell me the dates. I gave her some dates. And I went. I literally went without knowing how it was going to unfold. Right. I ended up over I there love that. and hopped yeah. around. I was just about, you snatched yes. the words out of my mouth. I almost, I I'm almost had a tear in my fucking eyes. Yes, I had to. Like, I, had, I love it. I, had I fucking love this. I would never have gotten to the point. There is not. I wish I could explain. I wish I could put Who's it in a bottle. Who is this friend? Who is this friend? What's her, her name? Is Lynn. She's um, hey Lynn. Yeah. Shout out to Lynn for being a real you. She's awesome. She actually still works at Walmart. We're still really good friends. But she's in China. She's she was in China. Where's she Walmart. now? She's back in. I didn't even know the they States. have Walmart in China. Walmart is global. Two point two million biggest Ooh, company in the history. I did not world. know yes. they were global. Yes, I, thought no, I knew they were global, America. but not in China. Yeah, I in China. Because you know Chinese people like to run their own stuff. No, no. So. The, yeah, still there's Walmart too. China. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You were in the city, so you. It's, yeah, I never had Walmart growing up. So mm -hmm. being right. in Virginia, and I don't I'm go like, to Walmart. Yeah. I got. I got. Yeah. I'm a target. Person. I'm a target person. Yeah. But that's neither here. Nor okay. Yeah. Anyway. So, so she. But it was because I had a friend who watched this, mm -hmm. and she was like, "You need a break. I know you're brave enough to take it. Here is the rope. 
So when you're ready to pull the line, I'm on the other end of it to help you get here. That's awesome. So I do want to make it clear that. that like you have to have friends and support and oh, folks yeah. around you that are willing to, you know, just like be like, hey, it's a raft over here. I know yeah. you out there swimming. I just want you to know whenever you're ready, you know. And so mm-hmm. that's what really, because I don't know that I would have taken that specific jump. I knew I needed to do something. Where were you in your life prior to this rope being thrown and the the whole self finding journey where we're t- t- take us to the uh year prior to that okay so i can give you the short version basically what happened was i the year prior to that let's just say 18 months prior to that mm-hmm. I, w- I had been in a really good relationship i had been at walmart stores inc for five and a half years and i thought i was going to get married to the person that i was dating at the time and that i was going to have my white picket fence my dog my whatever family and stuff with this gentleman um in arkansas now for those of you who know me you probably gonna float rolling because our in arkansas our kansas <laughs> right. is not is not where cabral belongs <laughs> and so um but things some kinda, penis will take you some places won't it, won't it? but it was, it was some penis in a check penis. it was penis in a check i okay. had a job at least you I had two you know i had both you know, i was yeah, like yeah, hey yeah, this yeah, seems yeah. like it makes sense and i think that women tend to make decisions like Absolutely. that right like when the, when the math yeah. seems like it's math then right right mm-hmm. you go head on and put the equal on the end right, right? and so that's what i did and so i um ended up there a relationship um, started to, to come apart, you know. How old were you at this time? I was 35. So that's four-ish. the that's the time frame ending yeah. area. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're like, like, oh my God, this, this shit is, is happening. happening. This happening right, right now. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. And I had a lot of debate about moving, but I did. I went ahead and moved to Arkansas and I spent this time here and tried to work out this relationship. Things started to unravel. Things were also, there were a lot of shifts going on at Walmart. There were, I was in a very good place you know position wise and job wise but there were just a lot of changes happening in the company so i knew layoffs were coming they were planned and i put myself in the way of them thinking okay well i can get on out of this here company and get into another company still thinking that i might still be in a relationship and potentially would even still stay in arkansas and it just so happened that timing was such that i went through um this breakup and then a month later i was laid off and then a month after that i was sexually assaulted so I had three things happen in pretty much a 60-day period. God was screaming at you. That just, I yeah. slid off my cracker. Yep. God, mm-hmm. God was screaming at you. It was rough. He wanted you to pay attention yeah. to something, So right? I was like, oh, okay, so this is terrible. And I did definitely kind of fall into my pit for a while. Um, had a, you know, you did, did you do the pit, Did you do the pity party? I did not. I, so I give myself time frames for crying. So if I'm going to cry and I'm going to be upset, I'm going to do it. And I I get 20 minutes to do this right now. And then I'm going to have to get up and figure out a solution. It's just, that's the way I, I've never had the, the luxury. I hate to use that because, you know, but it is sometimes Because everybody processes differently, right? Yeah, it it is Especially for something as traumatic as As what I went through. through. And, you know, the other thing was the few people that did know about what happened to me physically were really trying to get me to tell but it was a situation where I was not prepared to deal with the my word against yours yeah. mm-hmm. we were the only people there I did not want I could not deal with that and interview and do all the other things because I thought I was going to go to another corporation yeah. and so I was positioning myself to do that to go to another job and and that's why a lot of women t- don't come for, forward I just yeah, want to insert yeah, that yeah. It's, yeah you don't want to do the it, back and forth it's, it's, it's disruptive to your life it's a lot now my entire life becomes whether I'm a liar about giving someone sex or not like right. that's ridiculous and proving yeah. and I don't want to have to do that yeah, and so right. I was unwilling and so I didn't to this day I do not you know right, have not right, right, so right. whatever anyway at this time my friend Lynn did reach out to me and was like hey so you had always said you wanted to 
come and you you know would come if you had the time at the time she was on expat assignment she was in china and and you're 36 now i was i was about to be 36 it was right about my birthday when i went mm -hmm. i actually celebrated my birthday in china how actually, long did you stay i was gone for two and a half weeks okay and i went everywhere i went I did Hong Kong, I did Shenzhen, I did Guangzhou, I did Shanghai, I did Beijing, I went to, and then I did uh, Phnom Penh, uh, Cambodia. And, and you said Cambodia was beautiful. Cambodia was beautiful. Okay. The people were incredibly nice. Mm -hmm. um, it was very interesting to me because you if you know like anything about, <laughs> of course, and so everybody was walking, and I knew none of the language. That's a whole other. I'm telling you, if you ever want to find yourself, just go somewhere where you don't speak the language. Mm -hmm. You'll be, I mean, like you'll really it'll humble yourself. you. Yeah. You'll learn yourself mm -hmm. in some way, like, and and in particular, like Guangzhou, for example, you'll you'll be walking along and things will be in English, and then suddenly they're not, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like right. I don't know where I am. Does this symbol look go? like that symbol? Like mm -hmm. you know, and then suddenly your GPS is speaking to you, and it's it, it's incredibly crazy. So anyway. Um, but I did all this hopping around and on that trip, I was like, I think I can do this business myself. I think I can do it. Now, it still took me about three or four months to get brave enough to stop interviewing. And I'll say this, I was building the business and still interviewing Google, Facebook, you know, Box, like all these people. But the minute I said, I remember vividly on the phone call with the people with Google, I'm not the right candidate this is not the right opportunity for me I'm just not gonna do this the minute I did that a week from then I got the first big contract for my company Wow! so sometimes it's wow. about like you have to it's the leap I of faith tell people, yeah. it's the faith that you have in and, God and, and listening yes and, to yourself and the, and the want like you think you want a thing mm -hmm. but you can't really get clear about that want until you do something right mm -hmm. you have to do like that's the biggest and hardest lesson is like you are like i really want to own my own you know i'll use my right. sister's example candle store I really want to have my own and i'm like great it's up here but you until you do and you get the feedback and you get the result you you never get narrow i totally understand and i totally agree we've been having this conversation yeah. about me doing what i want to do in yeah. order to you know free up some funds and time for yep. myself and just like i i related and equated to exercise so I'm not going to ever be where I want to be yeah. unless I sacrifice and fucking do it. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. get on the fucking treadmill. I yep. don't care, you know, it's just getting it. It's yep. the consistency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yep. just doing it. You want a new job? Just fucking do it. Yeah. Right. You want to yeah. start your own business? Just fucking do it. Yeah. You Anything you want, just do it. Right. Just do it. And I feel like people that take that approach, it just, it works. It works. Right. Because they believe. It works. Yeah. And here's the and thing. It doesn't always work out the way you think it is. Oh, yeah. Like, the business I thought I was building when this was started is it's not different. the business I have. You know, so it things evolve, but you actually learn so much by actually doing the thing that it's like you still end up with what you want, even yeah. though the want yeah. evolves. Right. So it, it's still worth it to take the risk, but it, that risk is hard. It's hard. It is hard. Especially when you're coming from a corporate structure, it's very difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, yes. oh, my God, G getting that trusty paycheck bi-weekly or weekly yeah. or whatever it is that you're getting it's very comforting to have money go ahead and the six percent put into your 401k the two percent put yep. into your Roth your 529 set up for your kids your health insurance is taken yep. care of when you start thinking about all those securities that you might 
you know, might lose. Yeah, you've got to. You're like, that together. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do this, exactly. and that's you can't go into it like that. Yeah. You have to say, I'm going to do this, and it's going to be fine. Yeah. The thing. Everybody is, that I know that does that is fucking successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This shit is scary though. You made that decision. Yeah. It's, don't you wonder if that's why corporations set it up to make you comfortable so absolutely. that you don't oh, yeah. use your creativity and do it. take the li- the risk? I'm sure, because- but I like my little girl. <laughs> and here's the thing. That's I think because that it's okay. you like being taken care of. Right. It's, it's very yeah. true. <laughs> Some people need that. They need The order. structure. Yeah, yeah, there's the nothing structure. wrong with it. Like, mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, like, everybody is not intended to be an employee just the same. Everybody's not intended to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are also many spectrums in the middle. Some people are intended to do both. I knew that I, I was I supposed I to both. be I knew I was supposed to be self-employed I knew that I didn't know what I was supposed to do but I knew that it was a thing I was supposed to do because it's something I always talk about there's a I went through a course called Package Your Genius when I first um, you know kind of stepped out and started the business and when, as I was going through that <clears throat> one of the things she had me do uh, I had been following the woman that runs this program for some time and I filled out a, a form for her. And, you know, all these questions. What are you looking for? What are you trying to do in the next five years? She sent that to me. It's five years old. She sent that to me about four months ago. And literally everything I wrote that I wanted. You've done. That's fucking amazing. I'm in it. And so I, I was just that. like, yo. But, like, it's things like that where it's like, if I hadn't done anything, if I had just been like, you know what? Let me take my severance. Let me go get another job. Let and me go. And to bring it back you full circle, if you after, right. if, if you conformed to that fucking right. timeline exactly. or that, that thing window. that yes, that the narrative of right. like the exactly. thirty-seven and married and the yeah. kids, and exactly. you would not be where you exactly. are. Right. You followed your own exactly. journey. You made your own path, and you made peace. Yes. With mm-hmm. this is my life, and I'm happy with this life. The other thing it makes it difficult for you to do is like I'm unwilling to like I do still want to meet that someone. I still want to potentially. Of course, have a everybody wants to love exactly and be and, loved. But I also am in a place where there were things about my identity and about my life that I was willing to give up because I was not in love with them to have that relationship. That's why I was willing to go That's not good. to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Right. That's yeah. why I was willing to make the adjustment. I ain't living no damn Northwest Arkansas. 1.2% black. I right. ever. But I was willing to give those things up and because I'm black I wasn't as hell. in love with it. Exactly. And I, I'm like, I wasn't in love with that. But mm-hmm. now I am in love with the things that are a part of my life. So yeah. you, we have to partner now. There's mm-hmm. no longer a willingness for me to throw away aspects you're not gonna, of myself. You're n- right. You're not, you're not willing to. You have to be flexible in a right. relationship exactly. but you're not willing to lose your identity Correct. in order to have one yeah. mm-hmm. and I think that that's amazing because Correct. like I said and you know what I hate the narrative for women is that you have to give up yeah, exactly but up. why do why are we giving everything up right. why don't these motherfuckers have to give nothing up right you know what I'm saying like I would never want to be in a marriage where I have to make him mm-hmm. be who he's not y'all right. see he be doing shit I'm like what the fuck Chris right. but yeah. I think that it's important to allow him to be himself yes. Absolutely. I don't want him to be you know so, what I'm saying I'm in the um, I'm in a, a store yesterday and it's this older white couple and they have to take something back so the man is like are we gonna go over here and take this back and she was like it's a long line I don't want to go over there he was like well I'm gonna go over there because I want to look for something she was like what are you going over there for he was like I'm looking for something she was like what are you going what are you gonna be looking at the line I said under my breath, leave that man alone. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let him go. I see this all the time. Yeah. And just like you said, you have this moment where you're like, what the fuck, Chris? Right. But then you're like, just let him do his thing. Yeah. I, I am, right. I am so bad. Right. I am so, just do your thing. Right. Especially if it's not affecting me. Right. right. 
it, it do be affecting me it sometimes. But sometimes it does, yes. but when it when it doesn't do anything. But even when it affects me, I'm just like, that's just I have right. to it's accept. Just, yeah. It's him. Yeah. But that's yes. a different yeah. thing. Than and it's being not willing. detrimental to me. Right. It's You're not, not abusive. Right. Or I'm exactly. like, right, 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 right. It's yeah. not like exactly. hurting. Yes. Me. It just it might annoy me. Right. But but I'm like, why is she so invested in whether this man walks over to that side of the store and stands in line? Why do you care what he's looking at? Stop. Why does he have to be next to you? Why do you have to control? What like, everything that he's doing. That's not a relationship to me. That's not a relationship to me. Why are they the ones there? I want to talk about that. Okay. So, you know, I've dated, I've messed around, I've done whatever all through my 20s. But I will say something that I battled was being in a relationship, I was never willing to give up certain things. And Ooh. I always questioned that. I was like, well, why are they making me feel like I'm crazy? Why are they keep saying like I'm too strong or I'm too this or I'm too that? Like I never believed that I should have to give up who I was to be with somebody. Like mm-hmm. that's the one thing mm-hmm. I am proud of myself for. Mm-hmm. Like I just wasn't willing. Like if I wanted to live in my own apartment, I'm going to live in my own apartment. I'm not going to move in with you. I'm not going to get married to you. I'm not going to whatever mm-hmm. just to be in a relationship with you. But it did cause some, well maybe I'm too much or I'm for the not wrong person. Enough. Yeah. So you've never, issues. so you've never put up with anything in a relationship that you shouldn't. Oh, I've put up with some bullshit. Oh, that okay. I shouldn't have, right. but I was never willing to compromise who I was. Right. And so that brought up a lot of questions. Whatever. Except that moved on. Right. Now I'm in Virginia. A couple years later, and when I turned thirty, uh, being in a whole different environment, I was like, okay, we're starting over. I finally found peace within myself. I'm happy let's start dating again let's start whatever and being in virginia everybody wants to get married and settle down and have that's the environment the culture of the place right and i'm like eh, i'm not really sure if i'm there yet but i want to date like i want to have somebody i want to meet people and you know it to tie up the window and then being intimidating for men a lot of men don't approach me now and it it's weird to me and I don't really understand it because it's like now I'm in a place I always thought if I got to this place like okay it's just gonna come right Mm -hmm. now I'm in a place I travel I do what I want I'm happy I don't really care what anybody thinks but men don't really approach or talk are you getting are are you guys getting approached I'm not I don't and so what now, the fuck is wrong like, with y'all people? I don't get approached. What is going on? I, you know, I just so to that end. So I've often asked myself, and I'm not ugly. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone in no, these vehicles is ugly. No, we're not ugly. And oh, we talked about this and last we night. So right. we personality. Yeah, we were at dinner last night, and I was saying that I don't know really how to flirt. I'm just. That's the fuck you do. I don't. You were flirting last night with a girl across the way that that y'all started dancing in the middle of the night. That was flirting. That was flirting. That was flirting. That's flirting. Yeah, but not. Yeah, but not. Yeah. But you, you, you weren't doing it in a sexual manner because you don't like women. But if you could have that same energy with the man, I have that energy all the time. That's what I'm saying. That's flirting. That's flirting. You're flirting. You're just a naturally flirty person. You don't even realize. I don't. I didn't even. I thought flirting was like alluring. No, it doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be sexual. No, that's sexual. You can flirt. You can flirt. You can flirt by having a conversation. Yeah. You can flirt. You, there's different ways Flirting to Flirting is, is just like in. really. It's, it's just attracting it's somebody. Over, yeah. It's almost like a, a tad over the line in, in terms of engagement with someone. It's personal. You get personal with someone before. I you do know? that a lot. Yeah, but I just I'm I do that with so, you and you and you. Yeah. Of course. You a you girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you just flirt with me from the beginning. I already knew what it's it was. <laughs> 
No, right. but I, I find that not I find like that, that really I, don't, I don't I don't like vagina disheartening <laughs> that um so what was the last time y'all were approached? Can you remember? Can you give me a date or a time that the last time that somebody approached you or said, I know the last time I know you were you? approached. You've been approached, Amber. Don't come on, man. When was the last time I was approached? That I know of. I See, y'all don't be paying attention. That's the thing, too. You guys don't understand. I know if a man cues. walked up to yeah. me and said something. <laughs> Oh, I know the last this. time I, I was approached you. was when I went out. The, the last time I was here, when I told I you to stay, and yes. I said go to this party, right, right, and, and, and I you did went, not get and approached. I did, and I did, you, and the guy, I, I did get approached, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, he ultimately just kind of fell off, which is fine because you didn't like him. I, I mean, I, I mean, I don't you know didn't like I him did. anyway. I don't, I don't know that I had enough engagement to make a decision. Uh, when was the last time you were approached, Mel? The last time I was approached was in D.C., and that was back in. September, October, Sicily, mm-hmm. nineteen seventeen. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. gonna tell y'all it's something. Weird. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I don't think it's us. I think it's them. Uh, no, no, no. I'm no, gonna be. I'm, really, not, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. As if I were a man and I were gonna approach one of the three of you, you know who I would approach? Amber, Aaron. Why? Because you're friendly. friendly. Oh, and you're fucking like nice. You I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Amber. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Mel. But y'all don't look as friendly. No, not, I, I don't have friendly energy. I mean, I try, I but I don't. Like, but I think you really do once people once get to know to you. Yeah. But I would talk to you before I talk to anybody else because you're inviting. Yeah. Yeah. You're I very am, inviting. Why is this but not I mean, working? let's back up, though. I'm, I, Maybe I, you need to show a little bit more cleavage. I don't know, girl. What you doing? Hold on, wait. I don't like the Yeah, let's back up. I don't like the idea. Let's just for just. I know we I think, no. I think that's intimidating. It might be. But, but bro, hold on, hold on. That's great. Life is intimidating than a motherfucker. You're right. It is. You're right. I'm tired of creating environment. If it takes a so man. Don't ask questions on, like, why am I not getting a No, no, no. no. Hear me out. Hear fair. me out. Hold on. We can continue. It, is, yeah. it is unfair for you to tell women that we need to be smart and we need to be strong and we need to be hardworking we need to be capable we need, and we have to balance and juggle all of these things many of which you are very much doing right now mm-hmm. and, I, and it's eating all your damn and time, I'm fucking right? exhausted mm-hmm. yes okay. and so you have to do all these things and then when I show up and I am able to do that now I am intimidating Right. That them two, you you don't get to run both of those scripts. But so we're on, talking about a complete what stranger saying, approaching you. They don't know that. Hear me you. out. They don't. They right. don't. And what I'm saying is, you, if if it is my responsibility to be an inviting and open discussion and conversation, which I very much am, because mm-hmm. I will initiate. I, I agree with you. You are. Right? Mm-hmm. If if that is my responsibility, it is your responsibility to have some backbone enough to realize that intimidating is part of the territory. Thank You're going to be a little nervous sometimes. Sometimes you're nervous about some shit and you fuck around and get some amazing shit, like a badass job, a nice-ass car, a beautiful fucking woman. I so agree. I'm not okay with creating the a perfect little friendly. bubble for him to... No, I'm okay with being friendly, but I'm not okay with creating this perfect little unintimidating, perky little bubble for you to walk into and blossom as though you'd prize. Yeah. And I and I agree with you, and I'm not in disagreement. I was just saying... I do think that... Aaron I was just saying why... Who I would if I were a man, because I know men, and I, I know, and I know how they yeah, be acting I know stupid sometimes. And like, oh, if I approach, does she look like she don't even want to talk to me? That's not fair. That they automatically have here's that thing, judgment. Here's she thing. looks like she doesn't want to talk to me. Oh, but this one is smiling. She looks like, and, but I, I can talk to her. So we had the whole smiling conversation, and here's the thing: I'm oh, pro smile. Talk about this me, Chris gave me the whole. You need to put your grin on in the airport. Remember that? <laughs> so okay, so guess what? Amber has employed her little resources. I've been skinning and grinning and skipping on through the airport. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: people have always, I, I, I have, I will admit that in the airport was typically my me time. 
because it was when I had some I'm time. the one that told you in the airport that's and when you, you was be like, meeting people. Right. You and better smile. Airport, you was like, you in the airport all the time, so you need to make sure that you... All right, so I have been. Here's the thing. I, I think for whatever reason my energy being whatever it is i'm still friendly i'm still social i don't get approached i'm pat I, I decided in 2020 the only reason we you don't even give a fuck about it i can't that's the real approach I that i'd like for everybody I can't. to take i can't i can't do we, it i was just talking about the fact that you guys made mention of why i haven't been approached and i find that odd because yeah. i think y'all are dope right. but i'm thinking hmm from a man's perspective yeah. out of the three of them if i saw them at the bar who would i talk to if i were a man and i think that she's yeah. the most approachable I however i never once said or think that you guys should ever conform yeah. and be Aaron in order to be approached yeah. i do not agree with that i'm just saying that i know how men are and they want somebody that they feel is going to reciprocate yeah. and initially when you see you guys yeah. it's, a little, it's like oh she don't want to talk to me you already but have you the, don't know that well, in you, the setting do you approach so, men mm, i have mm -hmm. i have like, how, I don't have how has that gone that. now i won't anymore i won't anymore but i have like in my 20s i really didn't care if i if i saw you out and i wanted to talk to you i'm gonna have a conversation with you like mm -hmm. i'm okay with that I'm a friendly person. I'm social. I can talk to you. I can whatever. But now I've taken a different approach. One, because I'm not interested in being out here just talking to people just to talk to people and investing energy in people I don't want to invest in. Like, that's just not where I'm at right now. But I bring up the approach thing, not necessarily that it bothers me, but more so I think I'm just trying to understand it because it's like why does everything have to be easy for men like why do they need I, I agree with that i think the, that there is this whole it should be easy you should be yeah, accessible it should be available why? and that's unfair and it's unreasonable but i also mm. think this i mean i'm this is for me maybe not for you and your experience yet but where i am with all of it kind of to your point right is just i i no longer want to expel any energy giving a shit about it like mm -hmm. i feel like that's I like, where i want people to be i like yeah. how i look in the morning i make so the the effort that i have decided to expel instead is am i happy with what i look like when i walk and just the be in the yes. moment am I i'm going to the store today right. am, am i you know whatever with, am if i somebody, happy with where i'm going if somebody am I approaches happy? you while right. you're going wherever you're going great, great. And if and they don't then who gives a fuck exactly that's what i'm saying but see here's the thing it you the reason why these conversations come up like what's wrong with me is because again going back to scripts you are taught all the time that if it's you are a woman you are not being approached and you are not it's you not and you enough. need and you're not good enough and you need mm -hmm. to and so now you're trying to dissect and i've had some very candid real conversations with many of my male friends and every single one of them has said the same thing amber your shit is so together a nigga just don't know what the fuck to say to you. Like he just don't know. Just and so I say nothing. What the fuck? I'm like, ain't that what y'all lives are right. about? Is <laughs> figuring out what the fuck to say to him. Right. And so like, and, and here's the thing: I can't fix that. And no. I'm not. I don't think that I. And it's I, not your job. To. And I'm not going to. And so I instead have decided. Okay, I I will still. I strike up conversations. I crack jokes with people. Whatever, whatever. I I have tried to make a concerted effort to be mindful about my energy. However. I also have decided instead of being like, what's wrong with me? Why am I? I make sure that I'm so okay with how I was when I walked out the door that day that I know ain't shit wrong right. with me. Mm -hmm. I think that sometimes too, you guys are approached or talked to or and you don't notice it and you, you wouldn't have gave them the time of day anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what I also think it is because be. when we're out, I see like we were out last night mm -hmm. and I see people checking for the, the table. They looking over there. They want to be involved with it. And maybe, you know, 
what the question was posed by Mel, why aren't they approaching? I noticed that they're not approaching, and that's why I brought it up. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, from a male's perspective, this is probably why. However, do I feel like you should change you no. in order to make yourself? No, absolutely no. Not. not. I just think that, you know, if, if, if a relationship is really what you're, like, gauging for... You gotta do something. You gotta do something. Well, you gotta do something. If you if you don't want the relationship and and you're like like where I was and you don't give a fuck, just live your life. Who gives a fuck? If I don't happens, even know if I want the relationship. Just come say hi. Yeah, right. and that's the, and that's where I'm <laughs> at. That's the thing. With some, yeah. It's like I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you. And, and the just older or I'm getting or whatever. I don't know if marriage and kids are really what I want anymore, and that's okay. That's but, so okay. Yeah. For me, it's like I'm not even looking to have a serious relationship or whatever. But can I? Can we just engage, have a right. conversation? Right. What if I do want to just sleep with you? Like, why are you worried about all those other? Things? Hold on, but I what's in Virginia? You. What's going on in Virginia? It might be Listen. just Virginia. No, it is. It is because because when, when you're in New York, no. When you're in New York, when you're no. in Atlanta, no. when you're in different places, I think you I have will a different say kind I will say that to experience. some degree, it's better in Atlanta. I do. Men do approach me in Atlanta. I do not get approached in. I'm in DC yeah. area, so you know DMV is a little sketch. But I do think that's partially a product of people making it very easy. Women are hella aggressive in the area there, yeah. like, and so you know dudes don't have to. I think right. I think, and in New York, I, I would also be think that there's a lot of like the swipe though. dating has changed quite a bit. So mm. like, it has made things to to this point of making things easy for easy. men, right. right? So now they're used to the ease, right? right. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, I could go talk to her, but she might shoot me down. But I ain't got to worry about no rejection over here, right? Right. right. And so now. Now, you know, men are just being conditioned to not have to deal I, I with that. I honestly any of that. think it's a location. I it think is. that you guys would be perfect in New York. So, you would get approached, no problem. Probably about three, four, Where do you go right. in New York? I, you go to your job and then you go back to the hotel. Where do you go? Yeah, I mean, you know. Okay, a, okay. A, <laughs> do, you, do you take the subway? At I all? do take the subway. I will stroll. I am. I, Wait a I minute. I haven't seen anything on good on the subway. No, yeah, people don't talk Neither. to me on the You're subway. You're not on the I'm right lines. Here. There's a, what line? There no, they cer- will. I'm not saying they won't. No, okay. I'm saying I've only I'd be seen. on a mission. So. I think that there's some good lines in New York. I'm gonna find out the the correct subway. You line. tell me where to go. The A line. The A line. Hold on. What what A line? The A line where? No, it's not. What? I'm on the A line, and the A line is to Harlem. No. Well, That's all the broke people. We don't not, want that. We want to do like the J, the J, or the you know, it's all right. We can do Williamsburg. <laughs> we can continue. We well, can continue. Go ahead. Okay. So we ended up with uh, Roger said Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, where was that going. <laughs> <laughs> to live in Bedside Williamsburg right now is a pretty penny, okay? Oh, yes, mm. it is. It's so, so I should just ride the train that way just to. Yeah. So I, what I have, I and I will this, I have not been approached, but I will say there are two things that I have also changed. Like I did add, like you know, I make sure that I feel like I'm together. But the other thing I have also been doing is I actually try to pay attention because I think you're there is something to what you're saying. I think that people do notice me. Absolutely, but I they feel do. Oh, yes. That I don't notice them. Okay, that's you're not making so eye contact. I'm not making you're looking eye contact. at your phone. I'm in my phone. You're not, they're, I am. They're I'm looking in for my, a segue. They're looking exactly. for a leeway to get in. And with so you. I think while I might be friendly, I'm also preoccupied, yeah. right? And so mm-hmm. I have tried to make a concerted effort to be like, okay, I have the Delta lounges. Let me go and sit in the Delta lounge when I get. To, I don't typically get to the airport early at all. Let me go and sit and be there, right? So. 
I am interested in having a relationship. So I understand that to some degree I have to put myself in some position somewhere to be available to talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. For me right now, the airport is the best option. Right. Like, yeah. that's, I'm on and the I, go. And I think that's great because it means that the person that you're going to connect with potentially is a person that is on the go too. Correct. That's so true. the lifestyle will match yours. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's great. I think that people don't spend enough time being present. I, agree. I think that we are so, like you said, preoccupied. We're looking at yeah. our phones, we're reading a paper, we're writing a business draft, whatever the fuck we're doing, and we're not actually trying to connect with anybody mm-hmm. instead of just yeah. sitting there and observing. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that that's one thing I notice about Chris, that he does that everywhere. Yes, he's on his phone mm-hmm. a lot of the time, but when, whenever we go anywhere... He puts, and he's observing everything. Yeah. He's observing mm-hmm. the environment. He's observing the people. He's yeah. observing the music. He's of everything. He's paying attention right. to everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. So yeah. But I'm learning to live yeah. more in, in that the kind moment. of moment. But, right? And there's and value. And so, like, to that end, like, okay, so I had a flight. I was leaving um, from San Francisco. And I was on Southwest. Y'all know they got the Democratic seating, so I didn't have a seat. And mm-hmm. I had checked in late, so I was oh, in C or Q something, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I in the was middle. Like, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna. I, I like I fuck with Southwest though. I I'm like tell Southwest because y'all, y'all know why? Because they don't charge that ridiculous uh, change, the No, the change fee, the change fee, oh, the change fees. The the cancel fee, or they don't charge an under um, under the the minor charge. Minor. Charge, mm-hmm. yeah. I love y'all Southwest. Yeah, so, holla at me. <laughs> yeah, but there, but yeah, yeah, we love some sponsorship. But yes, we but the Democratic. You have to check in, you know, to get a decent, you know, get on the plane in time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I walked up to, I got to the airport early because, you know, that's what I'm doing. So I got to the airport early. I walked up to a gentleman that was at the gate and I was like, hey, is there any way I could change to like a, like mm-hmm. money to pay a fee, you know, whatever. And, you know, flirted, but like, you know, the appropriate flirting. And he was like, well, you have to go talk to the gentleman over at the desk. So I go over to the desk and like, I kind of came up happy energy, play, play, joke, joke. And the woman ended up making some adjustments so that I was able to um, get on the plane earlier. She did, she didn't she put me in like the need assistance or whatever. So anyway, but what was so interesting about that is I'm sitting, you know, waiting on my line to be called so I can get on the plane. And the the gate agent eventually was just like, just come on, just. Like, and I was just like, okay, all of this is because I was paying attention. So I do think there is something to that, like not even just the Aaron is friendly like we can't be at but <laughs> we ain't got that kind of friendly but I do think that the paying attention you know what I'm saying the fact that it I was sitting matter. there being and I was aware. you know being aware of what was going yeah. on and I, he saw me kind of waiting and it, I also think she puts herself in situations to be approached Aaron goes out yeah and without like she doesn't have it I'll call her she's like oh, I'm like what you doing oh I'm out I'm like yeah, I do try to be. She's out. Yeah. out. She's at the bar. She yeah, goes I do to the try club. To be she, out. Yeah. she goes and she doesn't need anybody to do it. She yeah. just says, "I, no, I feel don't need like, anybody. I feel either. like going yeah. out. I'm I go by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she I do what herself. I feel like doing. Right. Yeah. You put yourself in situations to meet people, whether it's going to be manifesting right. something romantic or not. You don't give a fuck. You're right. going mm-hmm. out and you're putting yourself right. in situations to have new experiences. So all I'm saying is that if you want to meet somebody, you can't expect for a stranger to come knocking on your front door because that's not going to happen. You have to put yourself in situations and be present. And some of that, um, so I am a very... But if you don't care about meeting nobody, then who gives yeah, a fuck? But I am I'm a very... I'm a social mm-hmm. person by nature. Like, I, that is who I am. Yeah. Um, and it's... But I don't draw energy from other people. I bring my own energy. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't care how energetic the room is. If I'm not feeling it, it won't affect me. Yeah. Right. But um, one thing that has prompted me to be more social is that I work from home so I'm mm-hmm. isolated yeah. oh that's true all day long yeah. and then sometimes I'm home then all night sometimes I do not leave the house mm-hmm. yeah so I try to make it a point to get out and socialize and be around people because I don't want 
to be a hermit. Crab. Yeah, I don't want to be a hermit. I don't want to dull any parts of my personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to miss out on my life, not yeah. on, on on whatever shit is going on out there, but just my life. Like yeah. I want to make and sure. And being Aaron. Yeah, yeah. I, and I. Like, I, I enjoy my own company very mm-hmm. much. Like, me and Aaron, myself, yes. could be chilling. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a great time mm-hmm. thinking of shit and whatever. And looking up shit and watching TV or yeah. whatever. But I do um, feel like I'm. other people do add to me. Yeah. And if I don't leave the house... Like, so when you started the book club, I was working from home. So I was like, I do like to read. This is awesome because it's giving me time to connect with other like-minded people that'll enjoy things and I'll maybe maybe I'll find friendships there mm-hmm. right. if I didn't it was no big deal and it wasn't romantic she yeah. was going to yeah. make friends yeah. to make so, a connection so to that end, like I that's why I go back to the airport because I'm not that's not the case for me right, like, right, I right, will right, specifically right. come and travel because it's Rice's birthday I'm gonna go heck mm-hmm. right. birthday right, right right like I will do that and I will put myself in situations because I know, also we know this is a valuable connection right mm-hmm. exactly. it's a valuable connection so we're investing in the connection exactly but right. like me being able to just like go out like when I'm at home I'm like son I'm fucking at home finally yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so sometimes I just don't want to but you're right there has to be some to your point there has to be some effort I cannot mm-hmm. deny that there has to yeah. be some so I am horrible and as of late it's been worse I'm horrible at the effort because yeah. I work in corporate so I'm around people all the time yeah. mm-hmm. and the only time I get to myself is literally the, the time from the car that I'm driving from work yeah. to home or from home to work. Yep. So I don't get any time to myself. Then when mm-hmm. I come home, I have one, two, three, four people and a, a, a puppy person right. demanding mm-hmm. my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have time to myself at all. Yeah. So I'm, I'm finding it very difficult to balance the things like my friends yep. mm-hmm. that keep me wry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm just employee and mama wife, wife. Yep. right and the shit is fucking with me yeah so that's why the working out is very important for me because for that's you. my one thing yeah. for me right because everything else is falling to the wayside because mm-hmm. y'all can't come here on a tuesday night from 11 to 12 when i have that open window right. because i gotta it's right. only that one hour <laughs> right and you better hurry up and get out at the 12 because i gotta, I gotta go to sleep <laughs> right. yeah. so I, it's like i for me to do anything for myself yeah. it's yeah. exercise it's and everything else is falling to the wayside yeah. and i and i feel disappointed in myself for not being able to make that balance because I think it's important but but I'll I'll say this though you know when summertime come around I'll be popping oh yeah here's the the school year that's very difficult for me so here's the thing so when we when we started when we started this it was um summer and um maternity leave Mm -hmm. remember so we had a lot of time to engage connect whatever then the school year started still had some time still was making it happen then I got my new fabulous job one time, but then you also got sick. Got and very when sick you got sick, it like I think threw it, everything it off. threw everything mm-hmm. off. Like, and it made you, it forced you to reprioritize some things. You were like, "Fuck it, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I gotta, I gotta do this, this, and I this." Think I, wasn't I think I think I think I right. got sick, and I was the only person in my house to get the flu, despite mm-hmm. the fact I had a flu shot. Mm-hmm. And I think I got sick because I was trying to do too everything, much, mm-hmm. and yes. I was so exhausted. Mm-hmm. My body just shut down. Yep. So you got sick. I was, and I, you were I, sick I, for a couple weeks. Like it was a, a while, and then no, it was it was like a full week, the month. A full yeah. week. No, but you were sick. You were sick the week that I went the twentieth. My onboarding the twentieth. I think it, no. Were the you 17th, sick while I was in New York? The, or the yes, I was. After. No, while you were in New York. The so 17th. that was December eighth. No, no, no. 
So I maybe was not you, sick then. You got sick the week after. I got the flu. No, it was the, week no, after, it was the 17th. I came here it was in the December, 17th. And she was fine. Yes, it was the 17th. And then when I, I remember for a fact. She okay. Like it was the 17th. And I was like, right. Yeah. It okay. Was the 17th. <laughs> so it was. So my thing is, I was I was doing my job, my new job thing. So I was caught up in that. I was doing some check-in texting with Rye. And I was just sending you pictures of my thermometer because I had right. such a high she was fever like, I'm sick. And I that was I like, could wow. not break. And I was miserable. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was quarantined mm-hmm. because Chris obviously doesn't want the kids to get sick. Right. So they were basically feeding me like a jail prisoner. He would bring me soup from the fucking Chinese place and put it on a tray and slide it inside the door and then <laughs> shut the door like I was some right. kind of fucking person in jail. Um, so, but I appreciated the rest. And I knew in that moment, because it was so extended, that that's what my body was telling mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I slept. Right. I really slept. And I needed that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not. That's besides but the point. The, oh, so my, whole... my point was that when... What spurned the change was the illness. Right. But um, also, you taking the time for yourself and kind of pushing away from some things and just being able to focus more on you. I was, as your friend, I was happy for you. Yeah. So I didn't feel... That's because you understand me. But I so, didn't feel neglected. And I, here's the thing. I, I felt like out. I was neglecting oh, that's our relationship yeah, because I, I need that too. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just about you oh, about, and making oh, you feel... I mean, it kind of was about you too. <laughs> but it was also because... When I have these moments, oh yeah, it does I am feed me. you. Yeah, I yeah. am me. I'm not mommy, which I just got a text. Y'all saw, mommy. Yeah. I'm hungry. I'm right. coming. Right. Um, right. I, I, I'm able to be me in this moment. Right. When I go back inside that door, so you're right. Ra- you're right, right. here. Yeah. I'm right so you here. You do need that, but here's I the- need it. But I can't do everything at once. Right. It's no. I. I have to compromise. Right. So the compromise, unfortunately, is are my friendships because mm-hmm. I don't have the time, and yeah. I'm really. I really wonder how a lot of women are able to juggle being a present parent, a present wife, a present employee or entrepreneur, whatever yeah. it is, to juggle all those effectively Yeah. so that they are happy and they're still themselves. That is something I struggle with. And that's, mm-hmm. this is the conversation we yeah. were having earlier. I just, I don't have the, the ability. I just haven't found how to do those things successfully Mm -hmm. how they can all coexist what if no one has all of that though what if they only have that sucks what if they only have sucks i think you can no i think you can i think you can i think you can have it i just don't know how to manage they have nannies right and that's what i'm talking about so y'all we need this podcast to pop off because i need me a little nanny and all this we have it but she's not a full-time nanny it's like we have somebody that comes to the house you know a couple times a week because you know chris has to work um but we don't have like a full-time nanny where she like lives here and I don't have to do anything but pay attention to my kids Mm -hmm. like I literally have to go inside right now guys because I have to cook cook. Mm -hmm. right my kids are hungry like they depend and unfortunately Chris is great at ordering food but he can't boil water so I have to do this Mm -hmm. and not only that yes he could order food make my life easier but you want to but I don't like my kids eating street food every day they ate out yesterday Mm -hmm. they need me to come and make a meal for them. Right. I just don't believe. Right. That's uh, that's another thing too. All my moral fucking shit. So that's right. what I was actually. I make pose. rules for you myself. Have a lot of, I have a lot of rules for myself, so, and I yes. need to get out of that. But so this is what I was gonna um, pose to our listeners: having all of these responsibilities, how do you do it? What are some things that you've had to let go of? What are some things that you've had to delegate? What's some of the control that you've had to relinquish? But every time I see Amber, she looks like she ironed. What the fuck? You know what's Dude, funny? Iron is more. Amber, <laughs> you know what's funny? Amber pressed the fuck out of that shirt this morning. You hear me? When I tell you she pressed, she pressed like a granny. I was wearing this shirt yesterday, y'all. 
Well, so, so hold before on. we so, met up. So let me say this. Let me Fuck. say this. Just for the record, I she my said life, I did iron. I did iron. <laughs> I actually have a travel iron. <laughs> yeah. So 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 to that end, I want to I want to say this because um and I and I, I want to make sure it's not hurt in a diminish, diminishing way. I'm incredibly busy. Also, obviously, that my obligations are far different. Absolutely. Right? And so, um, but I do still have some things that are similar. Like you know, I. I've raised my sister. She's I'm still her mom. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. she had a full breakdown yesterday just before we were about to go out. And so I'm literally putting makeup on trying to like talk her through what she's going through because I'm still her mother, right? right? Mm-hmm. Even though she's my sister and we're finally getting to the sister part of our relationship, I still have that obligation to her. So I get that. But like I I honestly don't know that there is a way to do it without employing additional assistance. Yeah. Like I have gotten to the point now with my business where I'm like Amber will make less money this year if it's necessary because there's two things that have to happen one I don't want to be exhausted Mm -hmm. and two I don't want to feel like I have to all the freaking time and so that means I'm gonna have to pay somebody Mm -hmm. and so I'm learning how to pay somebody nice and do it for me and come for free or if somebody want to give us a lucky lottery number I don't trust nobody I don't want nobody washing my drawers I say that and I really don't you don't want that right and so but but what I'm saying is like (laughs) It is That's really a matter of figuring out like what the right what can I let go? combination is, and I don't you have let, to let go of something. You got though. to, you got to. That's why I let go way. of social media. No, right. that you was my to, thing. So, so you let go of social thing. media, and, and you, you let go of your friends. With, you wait, and you replace it with exercise. Yes, but that's the thing for me. Okay, that I need. But here's the thing: you still haven't made space for you to be successful at those other things that you talked about. Right. So, what are you willing to let go? I am really. Here's the thing: I don't think, and I'm sorry to cut you off. You don't. I don't think you need to let go of something entirely you just need to be a little bit more flexible in what you do right that's what i was trying to say on. i think you have to decide like this goes back to the car and we're derailed so i mean because because the topic is not even what yeah, the fuck we started it's not no but, but I, I can't i can't i'm gonna tell you why you guys my life is not dictated by me the way it is for the three no, of you. No, it's not. So just like now, I don't. I have to end this. Right. I well, have to kids, end this. I'm sure I my don't kid is have a choice. Too. Let me see if right. I got a text. You have a. You. We have children right. that we have to right. bathe. Absolutely. I have to bathe Zuri and put her in the bed right Absolutely. now. Then make these people food. Right. Then get on the treadmill. I still have an iron the clothes that were right. in the wash. Shit! I didn't even put the clothes in the damn dryer. Right. Listen, y'all. I gotta go. Y'all can finish this up. Turn the car off when you're done. I gotta go. These. I look, look at this shit. It's seven forty-seven. So, 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 listen, listen y'all, we're gonna. This cut, is what I'm saying. We're gonna end the podcast it's early. It's not you, but I do think we should hold on to this because I feel like this. This there's is some more. good. This is yeah. There, so there's more there's to more. come, right? There's more. Unless somebody so, would like to just go ahead and just send me like a trial nanny, because I I don't mind if somebody that knows how to clean can come and clean and do laundry, not my drawers and stuff, mm-hmm. but like do like the major ironing of Omar's uniforms and stuff like that. I would love that if they wanted to come and do it like nanny service for free. You know what I'm saying? Okay, guys. I just thought I'd ask. You never know unless you ask. You should have seen the look. Thank you. um, (laughs) I didn't know I was giving her that look until I was about to speak, and I I felt my face. You never know unless you ask. No, you have not because you asked not. I do believe in that. But, guys, we want you to, one, remember how real this all is. It's like this is real life we out here live in. And when we come to you, we're discussing things that... Um, truly concern us and that we, and I'm sure other people right are going that concern you too. as well right so um, we thank you for listening please um, comment and interact with us on our social media uh, whether Rye is uh, jumping in there or not F-I-Y-A-A-T-W-I-L-L somebody gonna answer you might be Jesus I don't know but somebody will somebody will respond 
Um, we thank you. We love you. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.